Oh yeah. Did you hear about Matt Gates? Child sex trafficking for one of the big heads of MAGA, and I am loving it. <laughs> Honestly, who's fucking surprised? This is wrong side of 30. I should say he is merely accused so far, not convicted. Alleged- allegedly. Allegedly. My name is Brandon. I am joined here today by Billy. Cheers. And Mrs. Keisha Tapang. Mrs. Did I get married? Yeah. The- I don't know yeah. the fucking rules. Just roll with it. Hello. I'm Mrs. Keisha. To oh, <laughs> Sound like a kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Keisha. <laughs> oh, yeah. I legitimately love this stock music. I think we got pretty lucky for stock music. That's pretty good, yeah. I found Billy a great stock music track for his uh, his new show that we're piloting yeah, right now. Yeah, if you now. like Nickelback. What? Terrible. It wasn't this terrible. Was- it was good. You didn't like it? No. Nickelback. Um, so, uh, welcome to Wrong Side of... 30. Uh, just a reminder, leave us a review. They make Keisha's day. They really do. They're my favorite things in the world. She just texts them out because she knows I'm not looking, and so she's exactly. like, hey, look. And I, and I say, okay. Yeah, and thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Even her mom took notice. We had to cut it out of the episode, but I think her mom uh, uh, read one of the reviews and was like, Keisha, this person makes a good point about your... It's my self-destructing. Yeah, self-destruction. Mm. Self-destruct tendencies. Uh, most importantly today, we are on Patreon, and uh, if you do like the show, please consider sponsoring uh, the goal. At least the short-term goal is to make this thing self-sustaining. Uh, long-term goal, be able to make more shows and like more content. Uh, and right now, we're working on our first community event. Uh, it will be digital. Um, I think we are... I like the idea of doing a Jackbox night. Yeah, but I don't know I how like you that. guys feel. Whatever you guys want to do. Hey, if the fans well, I mean, want to do Jackbox, I'll do Jackbox. I'm along for the ride, guys. I'm the <gasps> sidecar of this show. If, <laughs> if fans want Keisha dating advice. Oh, Jesus. I, have, I think people I would unsubscribe. If fans <laughs> want to date Keisha. Yeah. How do we actively lose money? Keisha dating advice. No! You know All the the lawsuits against us Guys I'm just thinking about what I'm good at And that's giving advice and but not following said advice What makes you You're not good at giving advice Yes I am I have a whole top five section in this podcast That's That doesn't mean you're good (laughs) Doesn't mean it's You can have something and you can do something It doesn't mean you're good at it Well actually to to, Mm -hmm. to Keisha's point it's not supposed to be an advice column, but she has made it that somehow. Yeah. And even though I don't necessarily agree with almost anything she says, she <laughs> does have self-confidence, <laughs> which is important. Very confident. Oh my gosh, guys. I, I had a uh, I had a whopper of a Saturday night. Paul and I, uh, my wife and I got invited for a dinner party, uh, which was big for us because it's like our first indoor thing since COVID came. I guess it was a new recipe that the host was trying out, but like her margaritas were basically all tequila. Nice. Yeah. You know, the problem with something that's like super sweet and super alcoholic is that you don't realize how much you're drinking. It just keeps going and going and going on like a a nice like neighborhood dinner party. I got really, really, really fucking shit faced wasted. 
Nice. So how'd you do? How'd you perform? You know, it was a neighborhood thing, so it didn't go too late, but we came home and for some reason I decided to go walk the dogs. <laughs> I'm like group texting like our neighborhood group chat with like the people around me. I don't know why. Like I went to one of our friends' house and like she was alone. Her husband was out somewhere. This was like, you know, 1030 at night. And I was like, have you guys heard about like the three doorbell ring murderer? What? You are a dick. After I texted that, I like slammed on her doorbell like three times and then me and the dogs ran away. You're such a jerk. I can't believe you did this to her. And then I went to my friend Mark's place. <laughs> I didn't have anything clever then. I just, he has a video doorbell. So I clicked it and then I mooned it. Oh my God. It was a fun night though. What, what was your friend's reaction to these pranks? Uh, Kelsey did not appreciate it because she was home alone practicing for a play or some something. And uh, but, you know, I feel like maybe it helped. You know, maybe she's a method actor and maybe she needs to be scared and terrified. Like uh, scream the Broadway musical. <laughs> is that what she's in? So um, one of our friends is going through a rough breakup for the like fourth time. Are you talking about yourself? Ha! No, she's ha! talking about a girl that we've we've brought no. up before. <laughs> this girl legitimately has been breaking up with the same guy for like three years. Yeah. So she was like, I need to do like social things and meet new people. I'm trying to have a hot girl summer, meaning I'm trying to get my body in check and like look good and shit. I can't be drinking every day. So I told her, I was like, like I'll do something with you, but let's try to make it a little bit more physical. So instead of just like going to happy hour all the time. So then we found uh, volleyball. And so she was like, Keisha, you want to sign up for it? And it's like in South Austin or something. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. It's on Sundays. And like, I didn't realize that it was sand volleyball. I thought it was indoor volleyball. Dude, which sand I'm volleyball really, is hard. Really good at. Also, guys, like, you know, I hate sand. Like, fucking, I hate sand. It's everywhere. Right. It gets everywhere. But it's good for you. That's like really difficult. It's so hard. So we went on. Can I ask you a weird question? Yes. Yeah, sand gets in there and it sucks. <laughs> how do you, what do you do? You just shower. But like, how does a shower get it out? Bend over. Do you have like a shower head and you put it in? So you, you use your hands and you kind of like, you funnel the water into that area. You know what I mean? Huh. It's curious. Yeah. Have you never cleaned your hole? Did you not get sand in your butthole yeah. ever? No, no, because my butthole is constantly clenched. <laughs> I walk around clenching my butthole at all times, just in case. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah. You'll so know why uh, later, later this episode. We went to Zilker this past Sunday because we wanted to, you know, practice. Because the last time her and I played volleyball was in high school. But you just said you were really good at, and now you're admitting you haven't played in like 14 <laughs> at years. Indoor volleyball. I was, I was like, so I figured it out though. So we, when her and I were playing with like not great people, I wasn't that good. But then when like legit people came out, I was like fucking good. So I do think that the people around me have a very big impact on who I am as a person <laughs> and how I perform. So like, I don't know why, but I was horrible with the first group of people. But then the second group, they're like, oh, you know, we come out here every Sunday. You should come and play with us. Like they, they're like, we're here. We're in this section of Zilker. You know, we'd be happy to have you on the team. I'm like, oh, you have a click now. I mean, they're probably like super stoned all the time. Maybe that being stoned helps with volleyball. Sure. Hey, you look like you get high. You want to come play volleyball every week? <laughs> I'm starting a uh, I'm starting a high uh, kickball league. So you it's are. All, it's all good. Not really a league. It's just like our neighborhood. I was like, I just posted on next door. I was like, hey, I. What do you want to play kickball across the street? Since there's like all that room, 
And a bunch of people are super excited because everyone's been like, you know, stuck in. And I was like, this is not an opportunity to show off your athletic abilities. This is bring your own whatever and socialize and kick a ball. Because I think we're all hitting that stage, right? We're all getting vaccinated, hopefully, and, you know, really wanting to get back out there and do social events. Yeah, I, uh, I went out of town this past weekend, and from the looks of the Austin airport, nothing is closed right now. It was nut <laughs> to butt. It was so packed. Ugh. What's nut to butt? I've never heard that term before. Well, you don't have a nut. Not to it's butt. like when you're packed into an elevator or a subway and everybody's crotches are rubbing up against each other. It's nut to butt. Does it get clo- that close to your butt? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be dick to butt, though? Why would your nuts be making contact, but your dick wouldn't be? I was going to say, like, your balls are closer to your dick than your... Guys, it rhymes. It's just a, it's a really stupid expression. I've never heard of okay, it. Okay, we were packed it. in like a sardine can. Were you actually a sardine in a can? <laughs> <laughs> It's a question. You can't just be making. I thought you were just making up phrases. You can't just be making up catchphrases and thinking we're not going to question it. I forgot. In the Philippines, colloquialisms can be very challenging. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's very literal there. You got to be careful. So anyway, yes, uh, I went on a ski trip. Super white guy thing. Ooh, Uh, fun. (laughs) And uh, they were actually really, really great in Colorado about making sure people were masked up or at the very least, you know, wearing a uh, a gator or some sort of protective face mask situation and they were quote-unquote distancing on the um on the ski lift so you could either sit next to people in your pod or in your group or you could go by yourself which really slowed moving up and down the mountain unfortunately (laughs) but it was safe and then i got back to the austin airport and just looked out at the masses of humanity and panicked a little bit just thinking spring break uh wave is gonna hit there's gonna be a giant spike and so far, I don't think... Well, you know, like, the UT football team got shut down for their spring practice because a number of their players went to Miami for spring break <laughs> and came back with COVID. Why are they not vaccinated? Why do we, Why are we not vaccinating our sports teams? None of this, like, bullshit, like... Because they're in a bubble. Aren't they in a bubble? No, they're not. In, no one's in a bubble. The only bubble was the NBA playoffs last year. And oh. NHL. Everyone else is just doing their best. Oh, the NHL did a bubble, too? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, no one's doing the bubble, and it's like... We're we can vaccinate like a hundred rich dudes in the NBA. Like how many teams are there's ten or no thirty team three hundred. So four hundred rich dudes in the NBA. Like that's fine. Like no no one is gonna like get so pissed off and angry that we're vaccinating like a huge source of entertainment and happiness for so many people. I would rather they get vaccinated than some I don't know rich asshole that works at a bank. So what do you work at a bank, Billy? Why are you pointing yourself? I don't know. Me? I actually I have no idea where he works. Yeah, it's better that no one knows where I work. Why? Why didn't they do the bubble? Did they just say it was like unmanageable? Unmanageable. Because they're not playing. The the bubble we are speaking of is not in the off season. The the hockey and basketball players didn't just live in a bubble as soon as the (laughs) season ended. I just feel like that would have been the solution. We would have been fine if everyone just stayed. What do you think? There's like some fucking biodome that they've moved into. (laughs) That's what I was going to ask. What did you guys think the bubble looked like? Plastic wrap. In Keisha's defense, like they had a. You're right. Not a literal bubble. 
a metaphorical bubble for the playoffs. They were all at a. Um, well, no, they they were in a Disney World. They were at a Disney yeah. World. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. But the, that yeah, was during the season. It. She thinks that the college players should be in a bubble right now. Football doesn't start for four or five months. Yeah, like the NBA is not doing it right now just because it was not enjoyable for the players. Like there was a lot of they don't no one wanted to do it again because you know you didn't have your family, your friends. You were just stuck in a hotel Playing room. Video and these games. guys are used to. Yeah, these guys are just used to being able to do whatever they want, whenever they want, go <gasps> over wherever they so want. So does that mean they they couldn't sleep with their mistresses either? Oh yeah, Houston Rocket got dismissed from the playoffs because he snuck in a lady. I mean, forgot about the man's that. got needs. I get it. Deshaun Watson definitely has needs. Oh no! What the fuck, man? What a disappointment that was. That's really a bummer. He's just trying to go nut to butt. Stop trying to make <laughs> nut to butt work. It's not going to work. Fetch isn't going to happen. Fetch isn't a thing. <laughs> God, what a fucking disappointment. Why do you have to be a creep? Don't be a guy. If you're a, if you're at that level of like creep, like you're famous, you you know what I mean? You have money. Why, like, is it just a power trip? No, it's because they're not used to being told no because they're Fuck, famous. man. Enough. Like, why, why yeah. else would, uh, who's that redheaded comedian who pulled his dick out on stage? Louis C.K., yeah. Yeah, people in that position just start doing weird behavior because no one tells them no. Like, why not hire a sex worker? They're consenting to it. Why try to put a masseuse in that situation? I think vice gets you kicked out of the league faster than rubbing up against a masseuse just trying to make it happen. Making it happen. Oh, no doing way. Stuff. If it was consensual yeah. and he was paying women, I think that would be fine. Like, he just makes people so uncomfortable. He just, like, wiggles his erection around, and he's like, oh, if you need to move it, you can move it. What? Or, like, he'll wiggle it all around until it hits one of them. Like, it's just, I mean, is this? It, he sounds autistic in these descriptions. He's got the mind of a child. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Incredibly disappointing. I feel so terrible for these women that he's victimized. A shitty story all around. Yeah. So what are you going to do with your Deshaun Watson bobblehead? I have no Deshaun Watson bobblehead. Well, what if they made a Deshaun Watson bobble penis? <laughs> Jesus a, a bobble Christ. penis? I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like there's a huge marketing opportunity What's there. What's a bobble penis? <laughs> you can just go like this and it just kind of... It just moves, just dangles. <laughs> I feel like you need a visual aid. I feel bad for all the podcast oh listeners out there. Oh my God, I'm dead. I'm dead. It's hilarious. Are you writing down that idea? Are you going to sell it on social skulls? <laughs> bobble penis? <laughs> it's a make your own. Dude, bobble we can baby, get bobble, baby, bobble. We can customize it so people could like send me pictures of their guy. No, we're not fucking doing that. We're not making life of us accused or alleged No, I'm, I'm past that. I'm just talking about a bobble dick at some point right now. Like that, I, that idea bobble dick? in itself. Keisha really wants people to send her dick pic so that she can put their face on a bobble Isn't head. a bobble dick, isn't that just a dildo? No, but there's like a... It's you know those Hawaiian the ones that you put on your dashboard. The <laughs> you just drive in. There's like a dick waving left to right. There's just a dick that goes out. <laughs> That's a million dollar. That would be idea. weird unless it was my dick. If I knew, like, if I could do a mold of my dick. Then that would be less weird if it was my dick like waving around. I think that's more weird that you. That's even super weird. That. Is it? Never mind. Stop Let's making. Stop making this about you, Brandon. So, Keisha, how's your uh, how's your your dating again? Right? How's that going? Better actually, because I'm like exploring my options. What What does that mean? You didn't explore options before. No. So one of my friend, my friend Rolando, actually said that I have a habit of not knowing how to window shop. We've told you that for years. Okay, but whatever. He said that you don't have to put everything in the cart. You can just look at it and pick it up and then put it back. <laughs> he says 
But I have a habit of putting everything in the cart and then buying everything, thinking that I can always come back and return it. But then it's like two years later, I'm in a relationship and he's a narcissist and we have a dog and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, so I'm browsing. I'm um, on a few apps. I'm on Tinder again, which has actually been surprisingly good. Hey, yeah. Props to or shout out to Tinder. Well, yeah, because my sister was even telling me one of her patients was like, I guess her patients are now invested in my love life. So they're asking how I'm doing. Why? Oh, because like when she she's talks, talking, yeah, she's, she's just talking like, about like my because she's you're, like, oh, when you're your a sister, dentist. Yeah. You're, you're going to the dentist. You're a captive. They could talk about like, I don't, I don't know, nuclear war on whales. And you'd still just be sitting there listening. going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. Exactly. So, so, so if you want to find out the latest deets about Keisha's love life and you're in San Antonio, go uh, to go visit. visit the Dr. dental practice penguin you find her so yeah so they're like oh you know my my daughter found her her fiance um on a dating app too and they were, my sister was like oh which one i said it was tinder so i went on tinder and i actually like have been talking to this guy for a few days now and we have a date next week but he's really funny he's a Ooh. professor he's kind of smart i think a professor where at a local university, the the, the big one. <laughs> you can't the, say the university. Can like, I say the uh, UT? He's at UT. He's at the business. Okay. He's at the business school. Oh, he's a professor. Ooh, the business. Macombs. Wow. Yeah, Ooh. he's hella smart. Big deal. Pretty smart. Oh, that's not good for you. You don't want someone too smart. He doesn't. He doesn't secretly want the podcast to fail, does he? No, no, no. He actually listened to. So I, he asked me. He's like, "Do you have?" So I put it on my Tinder profile that like a pro and con of dating me is that one you get to be on a podcast or you you would be a topic of a podcast and the con is also you may also be a topic of the podcast so he was like oh what's this podcast i told him and he listened to the fucking pilot Ooh, that one's not a good one what's wrong with the pilot he's like well you're not going to read a book for starting from the middle so i'm gonna start from the beginning so you listen to the pilot and he thought it was really entertaining and said that there was some very helpful medical advice in that first <laughs> there you go <laughs> helpful medical device all right well we need a nickname for him he's a professor cornelius Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. It's a lot of syllables, though. Archimedes. Cornea. Oh, my God. Archibald. That's more syllables. Archibald. That's cool. It's literally it's been Archie. like a week, so it's not super serious. But yeah, he's really smart, though. And he's cool and normal and not weird and hasn't sent a dick, a dick pic or asked for boob shots. So that's cool. How often does that happen? Very often. Very often. In this day and age, if you've been talking to a guy for more than a week and he hasn't sent a dick pic, aren't you kind of wondering what's wrong with his dick? Because, <laughs> like, everyone sends dick pics now, right? From what I understand? Yeah, it's either, like, the actual dick pic or it's, like, them wearing very tight pants and you can kind of see the outline. Like, oh, was my dick in that picture? I didn't even know. Like, very casually. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that in another episode, and I still have no idea what you're talking about. There's, like, an online term for it that the youths are using. <laughs> what? Dick outline? The outline of a dick? Is it in gray sweatpants? No, just, yeah, the gray sweatpants. Uh, oh, gray sweatpants, yeah, man. They're like the called? push-up bra for men. There's, like, a term for know. it. It's, like, flexing e- or something, but it's not flexing. Everyone's pe- it, it seems like everyone's penis looks better in gray sweatpants. So Mine doesn't. You guys try it and see. I, t- I'm, I promise you. All right. They look better. Archie, there's your first tip. Buy some gray joggers <laughs> that are skin tight. <laughs> Props for not sending a dick pic in the first week that you guys have been chatting. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Did, when someone sends a dick pic, do they like wrap up for protection or is it just all raw? 
it's all raw Gross. sometimes they use a flash which is just if your food doesn't look good in a flash why would you put your why would you do that over your penis like i don't want to see all the bumps and the veins and shit that's disgusting you should stop stop messing with the microphone while you're talking it's the- mess with the microphone when you're not talking and i'll cut out the feed but don't talk while you're like <laughs> <laughs> can you hear it when i do that yes yes oh, sorry <laughs> so anyway dicks all right. Anybody have any other uh, updates on their life before we get to the topic of the day? Oh, my house got torn oh. down. Oh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. What? Wait, what? what? Yeah, they knocked down my house without me where being are you in town. Th- where are you right now again? You're old, but this was planned, right? Yeah, but we were supposed to be there for the demo, and we came back from Colorado, and the house was just level. <laughs> <laughs> And Maggie and I looked at it and just said, Donut was in there. That would have been terrible. Are you at your parents? Or is it your parents? or? No, parents? we're not Where living with parents. We rented a house. Oh, you rented the we're house. Adults. I was like, I was like, where are you right now? Uh, he's actually on the, the cast of The Real World for yeah, this my, section. My uh, in-laws have a, <laughs> uh, a Die Hard picture next to David Bowie, next to a Weezer album, next to Vertigo, next to a cartoon from college. Which Weezer album is that? That is Pinkerton, is which Pinkerton? is a famous piece of yeah. Japanese art. So this actually isn't Pinkerton. This is just the actual All Japanese piece right. of art. right. So our main topic today, toys. A hallmark of every childhood that fuels a decent chunk of our economy. They were a big part of growing up, but yet they never went away. Because even as adults, we are constantly buying and investing in more and more toys. So today, we wanted to talk a little bit about the role that toys have played in our lives. So when I say toys, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Nerf guns. Nerf guns. That's all. Yeah. Like, Nerf guns are awesome, right? Love Nerf guns. I feel like I would still feel comfortable buying my kid Nerf guns. But like when I was a kid, and I'm sure it's probably still like this, you can just buy like Toy regular guns. Oh, the ones that had the orange tip to let people know the it orange wasn't tip, real. Yeah, yeah. It goes, but like, should we be like putting this into kids at such a young age, like making guns a part of their culture? Is it helpful if we go to war and we can send them? <laughs> <laughs> I, How is that different from video games, though? Video games, it's just a little bit more activity to it. Like with when you just have a toy gun, you're just kind of left there imagining shooting someone. I don't know. I think there's a difference. Like, I don't think Grand Theft Auto is the same. I don't really... I think video games are far more violent than Nerf guns. Yeah, for Nerf sure. Nerf guns, no, I accept. No, no, I'm not talking about Nerf guns. I'm talking about, like... Talking about cap guns? No, no, no. Like, they just have, like, the little tip. They just make noise. Yeah, I got... Like, remember those laser ones that were like, pew, 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 and it played, like, Galaga pew. noises? Yeah. What's wrong with yeah. that? That's fine. No, I'm talking about the ones that look like like, look like an AK-15 like, uh, or an AR-15. And you like press it, and it's like, why do you sound like a, like a lawnmower or a car that won't start? That's what it sounds like when you press the trigger. No, he's right. There's like a sound. little rattling sound that it makes. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's exactly it. And I know because like I've ha- I had guns when I was a kid, and you didn't kill anybody. I did not. No, but like 
I mean, what's the what's the what's the reason to have toy guns? To play war, obviously. <laughs> Practice your aim for when the zombies come. Why do our kids need to worry about practicing war? Well, capture the flag. Because you never know. Isn't, it's too hard to organize. <sighs> Look, I had all sorts of guns as a kid. Maybe that explains a lot. But I had a BB gun. I, did too. I had rubber band guns. We used to play rubber band gun oh, wars right. at my house. Oh, remember rubber band wars? Yeah, yeah, like the big ones, like the rifles. My yeah, oh, yeah my, my buddies God. and I used to. To play this game and you load like a shit ton yeah. of them and they shoot like a shotgun and they hurt like hell yep yeah we used yep. to play yep. uh one person upstairs two people downstairs and it was like a big open room with like the cross beams or, or bars the vertical bars so like you could stick your rubber band gun rifle through like a sniper and you'd have to just like try and hit one another and move around without the <laughs> sniper getting you it was nuts do you have any candy cigarettes? Yes. While you were playing. <laughs> that would have yeah. been such a good idea. Was it gum? No, it was just, just you just chewed yeah. it. Just, no, the, the candy cigarettes? Yeah, it was just like you just chew it. I don't know what it was, but you but chew there, it. But there was like a powder that came out, right? No. Oh, yes, you did. If you blew out, there was like a little powder that came out. It was like smoke. Yeah, it was like, yeah. What? <laughs> you smoked. never blew out the fake cigarette? No, I didn't blow it. I just ate it. Oh. You're doing it wrong. Oh, my God. Um, but Nerf guns, I mean, how much of your childhood was running around playing ner with Nerf guns? I was, honestly, I was more into water guns. That, too. That so, guns. like, Super Soaker? Yeah, Super Soaker. Oh, yeah. I was huge into Super because we had, like, a neighborhood pool, and we were there, like, every day in the summer. So, you're already, like, replicating war to some extent with just that. No, come on. A Super Soaker's not, like, a war weapon. It's more of, like, a Ghostbuster-like weapon. And it actually inflicts pain. If you get shot in the eye with the super soaker that hurts if you're playing with fake guns does, that just yeah. make a sound you're not even hurting anybody that's true did you have the ooze super soaker i never had it but i've seen the commercial it's the grossest conversion it's the one that looks it like is. a jizz shot <laughs> yeah you're like Gross. it's like someone's like jizzing all over these fucking kids and the kids are like jizz, get it all over my face and you're like who directed it's this terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite commercials in college. It was pretty fun. We'll get to commercials in a little bit. But uh, what made a good toy when you were a kid? What were the attributes you looked for? Uh, that it didn't require batteries. Oh, why did you not? Because my parents never bought batteries. <laughs> why? Do they not know? Are there no batteries in the Philippines? I, I grew up thinking that batteries were like a fucking hot commodity or they were so expensive. Because my mom oh my never bought, they never bought me toys that required batteries. <laughs> and if they did buy a toy, oh the battery would be like a, a, a second gift. It's like that was the other gift. Did they not get you any like <laughs> flashlights unless they were the wind up kind? No flashlights. <laughs> like if you went to nope. camp, did you so, have to crank the flashlight? We just got, we got candles when we went to camp. So you got your report card gift and it like requires batteries. And they're like, well, next report card. Ask for some batteries. But I'm not going to lie. It like affected Whenever I would go to like Chuck E. Cheese and like try to pick a prize after all that, like all the tickets and stuff, anything that required batteries, I felt like was just... You couldn't use it? I couldn't use it. Like, <laughs> what's the point? And then I remember I, we went to the store and I was like, mom, look, they have rechargeable batteries. So you don't have to buy new ones. But they were more expensive than the regular batteries. And she's like, no, it's still too expensive. God damn it, Grace. <laughs> so I... <laughs> So you never had a Game Gear then, I assume? No, never had a Game Gear. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I... Poor child. I, I guess I didn't play with many generic toys. I hated playing alone. So what made a great toy for me was something you could play with other people. And that's why I ended up always... Oh, but you had a lot of siblings, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm one of four, but my siblings were older. But I also just played with friends in the neighborhood like every single sure. day after school. So... 
For me, having <laughs> something that was interactive was maybe my favorite thing. Did you ever have like a, an asshole friend that you hung out with that would like... Yeah, Michael... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just called him up. <laughs> Mine was... <laughs> one time, like, he, he had the Nintendo 64, and I love my PlayStation 1, but, you know, N64 is an N64. But, like, he would get, like, Star Fox. And I'd be like, oh, I really want to play. He's like, you have to read the manual first. I was like, the whole thing? He was like, oh, yes. Oh, God. What was wrong with your guy? I, he, there was nothing wrong with him. He was just, he would always try, he was kind of a perv. He was a guy who put that cum shot on my mom's desktop. Oh, my God. From the pilot episode. <laughs> um, and locked yeah. the screen. Yeah, that guy. The pilot episode that you guys are apparently embarrassed of when people listen to. It's just a really intense episode to be the first episode. Like these are Why is it intense? Because these are guys that are, are I, that are interested in dating me and potentially marrying me at some point maybe. And this is the first thing they're going to listen to is to us talk about blowjobs and pegging and anal and threesomes. We're not talking When did we talk about anal in the the, the first episode? With the you? second episode was the s- chocolate starfish and the oh. hot dog flavored water. That was yeah, but it's not like you know we're not telling sto- you're not telling stories about like getting like double anal penetrated. I hope you don't have any stories about that. Oh well, no, that's too much. <laughs> what was the f- hey 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 hey? If she has stories about being double anal penetrated. Don't, and it was don't all consensual anal and, and, and it, me, all adults. Billy. Yeah, don't shame her. I'm shame you. Don't double <laughs> anal You're shame gross. her. Was the pilot episode the red and blue pill conversation? It was when Brandon went to the proctologist. Um, yeah, I just don't think that's the best first episode for someone who's just dabbling into Keisha's into life is what she really <laughs> Would you rather it be the reality television show and like, oh, that girl's into ghosts, <laughs> loser. And aliens. <laughs> I'll, you know what? I will accept someone... Believing in aliens and ghosts, I will not accept someone not believing in vaccines. Mm. Yeah, but you won't allow your body to be burned or be an <laughs> organ donor. So I don't know that I'm taking advice from you either. <laughs> right. But like, at least when I explain those things, I don't say that there's a scientific backing. I tell you fair that point, they're irrational point. fears. Point, Brandon, Billy, minus Thank one. You. That's true. <laughs> All right. So what made a really good toy commercial in your eyes? A kick-ass jingle. Oh, yeah, man. The song. It had to be catchy as shit. Crossfire. Crossfire. Don't get caught up in the Crossfire. 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 Yeah. 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 And he, like, murdered that kid, too. He, like, murdered that other kid. He went into, like, a different dimension. You guys knew the lyrics. Wow. How? Do, what do you mean you learned the lyrics? The lyrics are... Crossfire, you'll get caught up in the crossfire. Crossfire. Wait a second. Wait a second, fire, guys. Guys. Crossfire. If I remember, if I remember this commercial correctly, it was post-apocalyptic. Were, like, no, 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 no. Weren't they playing crossfire in a bigger crossfire arena? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of meta. And Pinhead was actually back there murdering them. So. I love. What a great. Here's reference. the thing. I bought Crossfire because of that commercial, and the game is very dull. So how do you win? It's like curling. There's like a little thing that you move, except for rather than brooming, you shoot little lead beads into it. Oh, it's like okay. if you had a game of air hockey, but instead of the little using your arm, you had a gun to shoot at the puck. Yeah, those are but those balls were like choking hazards, as all, most balls are. Oh yeah, but like God. <laughs> but the, so the jingles were everywhere. Like the jingle, creepy crawlers. Da, 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 oh da, da, yeah. Da, da, da. Slinky, it's really a marvelous thing. Everyone loves a slinky or however it went. 
I owned a slinky too. Oh my God, you're right. The jingle was the jingle key. is key. Mm-hmm. You know what commercial I think was actually like really harmful? The hungry, hungry hippos commercial, <laughs> because it makes hippos look like a like a oh my gosh a grand old time. <laughs> you see a hippo, you befriend that hippo. That hippo's gonna no, have a great time. Yeah. No, they're dangerous. They'll fucking kill you. They're like the number one killer in Africa. They'll fucking kill you. Yeah. It's like making a Charles Manson board game where Charles Manson is like your best friend and it's like, oh, <laughs> listen to everything Charles when, Manson when, tells when you, you. When you meet a Charles Manson. Grab the knife. Stab, 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 stab. That's what a hungry, hungry hippo it's like is. If, if, uh, if Mystery Date had a Charles Manson character that came through oh the door. Oh my God. No. <laughs> no, I'm nobody. Nobody. I'll tell you what, like, what commercial I thought was, like, really weird even at the time. And, like, I had, like, you know, normalish parents. But, like, Don't Wake Daddy. Ooh. Don't sorry. wake <laughs> daddy. Wait, why was that my reaction? Also a jingle. <laughs> had a fucking jingle. It was like, oh, are you hungry? Are you a child? <laughs> A starving child and you just need to go to the fridge to eat so you don't fucking die out of starvation? <laughs> Better not wake dad or he's going to beat the shit out of you. And he just like popped up, right? Like he just popped up yeah, from the bed. Yeah, he pops up and is like, his like hat flies forward and you're like, fuck! And he's like, dad's awake, aboard! It's my time for the midnight snack, you little shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's it was pretty dark even for back then. But like, and you talk other other stuff too. Like, you remember the disclaimer in the Guess Who commercial? What was the disclaimer? Is that the flip, like the faces? Yeah. You had all the faces yeah, yeah, you yeah. flip down? Yeah, you yeah. flip and you ask questions, kind of like 20 questions, but it's all people. So it's like, does your person have a mustache? And it was always Sam, that bald guy with glasses that looked like the dude from uh, the teacher from South Park. Mr. Garrison. If you, have, if you have that game as an adult, it's actually really fun, but play it. Yes. Play it with different rules. Play it where you cannot ask a question about the physical appearance. No, 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 no. You can ask questions like, does this person look like a child molester? <laughs> yeah. Like, would... <laughs> it's a lot more fun. <laughs> and it's a little harder, too, because sometimes, you know, you fuck Yeah, up it's like, would, would this person be part of a multi... <laughs> an MLM? Yeah. Would this person send you a dick pic on, like, you know, the first night of chatting? <laughs> so they have a commercial, and it's pretty cool. It's a pretty good commercial. There's a lot of animation. But at the end, there's a disclaimer that says, cards do not actually talk. And I wasn't a smart child. Oh, that's right. Because on the commercials, they animate. <laughs> yeah. In the commercials, the cards are talking. But there's a disclaimer like, cards do not actually talk to you. And it's like, who's that for? What children are those for? <laughs> yeah. The, there's a lot of board games that really oversold on the commercial. Like the mousetrap was only showed the end of going the game. off. Yeah. The one yeah. Fi- final climactic moment. Or Battleship. Battleship was a fucking lame game, but the dude, Battleship was awesome. What are you talking about? B. I loved Battleship. B five. It was like bingo. <laughs> Did you have electronic Battleship? Electronic talking oh, Battleship? Yeah. It, it made like, all the noises. Like, pew, 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 and then pew. it's like if you were to have shown a commercial of people playing Battleship, it would have been like someone calling bingo numbers. That's what oh, I said. Yeah, on. that's what it was. If it was that lame a game, would have it inspired a live action movie? Oh, Jesus. 20 years later. The movie was worse than the game. It was horrible. Did you watch it? You guys watched no, the movie? I saw the trailer. was in it. Oh. All right, we'll get to that in a second. Let's finish commercials, though. Wait, wait. There was one thing I wanted to tell you. Um, speaking about 
the whole like caveat of the cards or the faces don't talk on that game. Did you guys ever watch the Indian in the cupboard? Yeah. When you buy the VHS, it came with your own Indian figure. I don't think you're allowed to say that. Native American figure. Na- oh, and sorry, a native. Well, the the movie's called Indian in the Cupboard. I thought it was like a like a real one, and so like I would put it in cupboards and then try to see if it would come back to life. And it wouldn't. And I would be really sad. And I didn't know if I was not doing something right, if I needed to find another cupboard. I think. Were you kicked in the head by a horse <laughs> as a child? Why would you think? Because that? it was so cool in the movie. And he had like a friend that was with him all the time, which at that age, I would have loved to have a little like friend that would just tell me how cool I am all the time. But I didn't have that. Archie, so. red flags, red flags all over the place. So for anybody who wants to look up these commercials, there was um, Crossfire, which is the greatest game commercial ever. Um, Hungry Hungry Hippos, Mousetrap. Slinky. Creepy crawlers. Uh, if you go on YouTube, if you search cum gun on YouTube, <laughs> you can see the the commercial we're talking about. You guys want to watch it together and we'll Yes. Everyone click on the link. <laughs> I'm already watching it. It's like <laughs> the kids know. Oh no. <laughs> it's that kid in the mouth. Poor bastard. Never stood a chance. No, his not in the eye. That's Keisha's worst nightmare. <laughs> That's literally my worst nightmare. Keep it away from the face. No face stuff. And then it's going to get in your hair and then it's crusty. Oh, it's, it's no, not. no, 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 no. You're making it too real. <laughs> the Oozinator didn't make it real for you. No, God. Bunch of little kids. What the fuck's wrong with what you? What was the direction you think the director gave to the kids in that commercial? <sighs> Man, I mean... He had to know, right? Like, how do you take that gig? <laughs> Maybe the director was delusional, but I can't imagine being in the edit room and getting that raw footage and having to figure out how to cut it together and not make it look like that. <laughs> I know. Oh, What's worse is there's probably some unaired, like, edit room cut that they shared with all of their friends that's, like, really gross. Oh, my God. And it's like, wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, Did you guys buy uh, the toys of any uh, cartoons or movies or TV shows that you action figures? Of of course. Had to get action. figures. What action figures did Uh, you own? I was really into X-Men and Spider-Man on Fox Mm. uh, Saturday morning cartoons. So I had. Fuck yeah. I even had one of those action settings for Spider-Man where I think I was supposed to be fighting the lizard and there were all of these fake tanks of ooze and stuff. And it was in this laboratory. Oh, yeah. So I had this whole playscape, and I had the shocker. Wait, what was the shocker? I don't remember that one. Shocker's the, shocker? the guy with like the yellow. Oh, web the suit. Spider-Man shocker. Oh, yeah, shot yeah, out yeah, yeah. Sonic yeah. cannons out of his arm. Dude, I went all in on Power Rangers. I had oh, all the Power yeah. Rangers stuff. I had the Megazords. I had the weapons, ha- and like I didn't have any siblings. Power Ranger gloves. Oh, okay, no. so who walked around wearing? They were Power pa- they were red. Gloves? They were all the gloves, and they were buttons. I had all the weapons were bu- that no, combined together. There were buttons in the thumb thing, and you do the move to like morph. And it plays the music. Yeah, it's lame. You like cl- you clench your thumbs, and it says it's morphing time. And then you do like yeah. the one thing I didn't have that I wish I had was the dragon dagger. Oh, dude, everyone you know, had- did it actually. And it did play it right. Yeah, but I mean, it's not a working flute. It's an electronic <laughs> tune that it plays. But like, uh, I even had um, it was my the thing I was most proud of. Um, but my dad threw it away along with all my other toys that are all now worth like five hundred dollars each. I don't know if you guys are still watching Pier- or still watching Power Rangers by like season five, but like there was this like giant fucking pyramid that was bigger 
than like every other Zord ever made. Like it was just like huge, huge fucking Mungus. And like, I loved it. It was like my favorite, but like, it was also really expensive. So like my parents would constantly remind me how it was like 50 bucks, like in a very like, cause like we weren't rich growing up. You know how like rich people can just spend money and it's like no big deal. Yeah. But like, you know, when we were working class, my parents wanted to make sure it was ingrained in my memory, like exactly how much work they had to do to be able to pay for that toy. And I get it. And I don't fault them for it. And I appreciated it then like I appreciate it now. Yeah, I think rich kids just had video games. <laughs> they didn't they didn't need toys. They could play with other people or by themselves. I played Street Fighter too all day long. There was um a version, I think it was like the original Power Rangers Megazord that was like a remote control one. Do you remember that, Brandon? This was like the very first time they had a remote control Zord. Guys, I didn't watch Power I Rangers. I have no remote. idea what you're talking about. Oh, my God. How did you not watch Power I, Rangers? I like the animated stuff. I didn't care about live action. Oh, Okay, man. but Brandon, Power the best Rangers thing about so this good. toy is that they were trying to make it remote control, but it was like the technology wasn't there to be able to control such a big figure. So it was connected to a remote control, but there was a wire. So it was like you were fucking walking the Megazord because <laughs> you could make it like move forward, right but then you had it. to like follow it or else it would just like fall back because the wire wasn't long enough. But that was like, that was like a $70 toy. Yeah, I know. And like, you're, that was like a lot of money back then. Like that was when video games only cost like, I don't know, like 35 bucks, 40 bucks at the most. And then now it's just like, oh, you need the special edition. It's a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, the other really expensive thing that I always wanted but never got was uh, Power Wheels. Remember, like the giant actual motorized oh, things the one that, that you can could drive, write? and they would go two mm -hmm. miles per hour like a go kart. Dude, I had one. I had like a little red jeep. You son of a bitch. What I would do? Well, because this was like we lived on a farm, so there was a lot of open land, and I yeah, I did not have a video game system when you I you lived on a farm. Yes, I lived on a farm. Is that where Farmahini comes from? <laughs> no, it's not oh. where Farmahini comes from, but I, yes, I lived on a farm and I would go pick eggs from the chickens. From the tree, the egg tree. We used to just be the Ihinis, but. Uh, <laughs> 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 had a farm. So one thing that I would do, because I guess like, you know, you watch a lot of movies when you're a kid. I would get like a stick uh, because, you know, it had a accelerator and you didn't go very fast, but still went. So I got like a, I found a stick that was like the perfect length and I would put it in between the seat and the accelerator so I didn't have to press down. And so I had that in place, and then I would jump out of the Jeep and roll like I was in an action movie. <laughs> you, would, you would jump out of the vehicle? Yeah, I'd jump out of the vehicle. You ever try that in a real car? <laughs> uh, it's not too late. Uh, Keisha, what about you? Do you ever uh, buy the toys for the uh, cartoons or movies that you watch? Um, yeah, so I was really into Sailor Moon. Ooh, cool. And uh, I learned the choreography when she would turn from Serena into Sailor Moon. And then she had like the 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 little staff, like the it's like the stick and then has a moon, like a crescent at the top. And then everyone had it if you were like a Sailor Jupiter, Sailor Mars. Um, So I my mom bought that. And then there was like another thing that you buy. It has like a heart, I think. And then you're supposed to I think I was supposed to find like the guy in this show, like Moonlight Knight, I think is his name or Tuxedo Mask. And it was like their love in a container. I got really lucky because like I watched I watched so many so many TV shows when I was a kid because I was an only child. And uh, I was at a friend's house and he's like, yeah, my mom bought me this toy. and I have no fucking clue what it is. <laughs> and I looked at it and he had the entire set from the super 
what was it called? Superhuman Samurai Super Squad or some something like that. But it was basically a ripoff of Power Crossover Rangers. to American audience. Yeah, yeah, got it. So I would play yeah. with it while I was reading the manual for the, it was for the same Star kid? Fox 64. It was the same kid, yeah. Man, what a rat bastard he was. Was it David S. Pixley? It was not David S. Pixley. I'm not friends with David S. Pixley. All right. Uh, what's the worst toy that you remember? Gak. Oh, I loved Gak. Oh, why did you not like Gak? Dude, you can make it far. Gak was amazing. And um, um, I have a bad, bad story with Gak. What's wrong? What happened to Gak? So my best friend at the time came over and we were playing with the Gak and my sister came up and grabbed it and was playing keep away with it. And I guess we were probably like eight and she was 12 or 13. And so we ran up the stairs after and she threw it and it was right around Christmas time, but she threw it and a giant glass chandelier hangs over our Christmas tree. It hit the chandelier, started it swinging. The pin came out of the ceiling. So then it dropped four feet and started swinging and knocked over the Christmas tree and then fell. So shattered ornaments everywhere, shattered chandelier. It was probably like four grand worth of damage. All because oh of Gak. All because of Gak. Terrible. 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 I was grounded for such a long time. My sister hid for like a day and a half. Oh my no one God. knows where she Whoa. went for like 36 hours. She was gone. <laughs> there was another version of Gak that we bought. Uh, Brandon, you would know this. It's uh, It was called Ivan's Ooze. Yeah. yeah uh, no, Off-brand Gak. Uh, the 1996. <laughs> he was the villain. 1996 Power Rangers yeah. Uh, adaptation. Yeah. yeah. So um, this my I was trying to teach my sister Movie and adaptation. my brother what gravity was. So what we would do is we would take a handful of the Gak. Wait, or the, wait, wait, okay. And okay. then we would throw Keisha, it. Explain what gravity is well, now. Well, I'm not going to. I don't have the. I don't have Ivan's Ooze to show <laughs> you. You can't with. show us without <laughs> I can't, Gak I can't, or Play-Doh or some other the, malleable the object. <laughs> So, yeah, so I would throw it into the, I would throw it up into the ceiling and then it would slowly drip down and I was like, gravity. Gross. <laughs> oh, and then they came out with another one because that was Nickelodeon. That was Nic- like, I think Nickelodeon's toy, right? They had another one called Zand and it was like moldable sand, but it, w- but the sand wouldn't get anywhere. It's just like it stuck together. Do you remember that? Oh, was it really coarse? But yeah, like, but, really, but it was really kind of like you yeah. can like make it into different shapes and it wouldn't be messy. Oh, That's yeah. the kind of sand I want at the beach. So it doesn't get everywhere. It just sticks together. I asked for anything Nickelodeon. They had a their own alarm clock and I had that alarm clock and it was annoying because the alarm was the bugle. You know, and you remember how school was. You had to wake up at like fucking six in the morning. So at six in the morning, I have the fucking bugle going. The like it's like the most exactly, yeah, the most obnoxious, annoying alarm clock. But you know, it was like green and orange and weird shape. Like look up a Nickelodeon alarm clock. It was super, super freaking cool. I hated Whoopee cushions because it was the biggest false advertisement oh, ever. It's just I love Whoopee cushions. Sitting there thinking. This is going to work. I'm going to prank this person so bad. And they always saw the whoopee <laughs> cushion or it didn't go <laughs> <Sure>. off <laughs> or it broke. Or it broke. Oh, they were. You got like three good farts in there before. And then you grabbed your grandmother's red bag out of her shower and thought that was a whoopee cushion and really was a douche container. Ew. Oh my God. They do look alike. Ew. <laughs> Aren't they the same color too? It's like that off pink. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. All right, guys. So uh, I took a little time today to find uh, some of the most dangerous toys ever released. Would you like to hear 
Yes. All go. right. Uh, Aqua Dots. What? what the fuck is that? So it was a little after us. So uh, popular back in 2007. These were colorful beans that could be put together in a different designs. Uh, reports surfaced quickly, though, about kids vomiting and going into comas after ingesting. <laughs> they ate so, like it? some of these. It was beans. Tide Pods before Tide Pods. Close. Scientists soon discovered that glue contained chemicals that metabolized into gamma hydroxyburate, otherwise known as GHB, the date rape <gasps> drug. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So some of these kids would go into little comas, lots of complaints. Who thinks the oozinator is bad for kids now? (laughs) (laughs) The problem was fixed, though, and the toys were rebranded as Pixos. Hmm. Next on the list, uh, I don't remember how they were marketed, but I'm sure you guys remember the little cylinders that you would throw into the pool and they would stand right up at the bottom of the pool. Yep. The whole point was to swim jump, down. dive in, swim down and grab them. Well, apparently they were recalled because a number of kids were accidentally impaled. Oh, I thought you were going to say they accidentally got too close to yeah. the vent at the bottom. Yeah, that's and what then I their innards got pulled go out of their butt. Oh. No, because like, you know, like <laughs> our pool, our neighborhood pool only went five feet deep. So you get a good jump, you're, you could make contact with the bottom of the pool. So if you had one of those things sticking up, you made contact with it at the wrong angle in the wrong place, and it went inside of you. So they had to recall. You can get impaled by a rubber pylon? You can get impaled with yeah. anything if you try hard enough. Yeah, but <laughs> yes. it's water... Okay, never mind. I'm just going to accept it. I think it. it was, if it helps, I think it was mostly girls that were impaled. What does that mean? I, I don't know. The vagina was more susceptible than the anus. That's it's because the you were clenching the think, whole time. I didn't. Yes, exactly. That's why I clench because of that story. You never know. <laughs> because of that. Because you never know. You never know. All right. Clackers. These were popular in the 1970s before video games made kids realize what fun was. <laughs> They were basically just balls attached to string that you would swing in the right way with the right wrist motion, and the balls would hit each other and make a lot of noise. And this was fun to kids. Oh, is it the the thing? The clack, 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 clack. That was fun to kids in the 1970s. But unfortunately, at some point, the balls would shatter and the pieces of the balls would fly into the eyes oh, wow. of the kids and like shatter corneas and like all of that shit. So they had to discontinue it. I would just hit people with it. How did jacks not hurt people? Like oh, I can yeah. imagine some kid throwing their hand down <sighs> on some shark jacks and them just being embedded in your hands based on that pylon story. <laughs> That's true. Most Mostly for women though, not men. It happened more on the women's <laughs> side. All right, next one list. I'm sure everyone will remember the Easy Bake Oven was actually recalled, I believe, in the early 2000s because, like the creepy crawler, it used like a fucking hot ass 100 watt old style light bulb. So a lot of kids were severely burned, and including one little girl had to get her finger amputated because the burn on her Easy Bake Oven 
was so bad. She should have stopped really? trying to scoop the chocolate out of the back of the oven when her cupcakes <laughs> tipped. <laughs> oh, I'm so hungry. I, mean, that I thought this was, was really going to be like good. juvenile diabetes or something. It was, was pretty the reason good. It was recalled. That's what happens when you're afraid to wake your father. You're hungry. You, <laughs> you, have, to, you have to make your own food in your room and <laughs> try not to burn yourself. Uh, hoverboards. Oh, God. They caught fire when charging. Next. All <laughs> <laughs> I got for hoverboards. We all remember hoverboards. Uh, sky dancers. Yes! You probably remember these. <gasps> they were very popular in the mall, in mall kiosks, but they were flying fairies that shot into the air whenever you pulled a string that would spin their wings. Uh, the toys caused over 150 cases of eye injuries, broken teeth, facial lacerations, and even. One kid got a concussion. How? I don't know. I think I think that's probably that kid's issue. There's probably some other <laughs> that issues. Was a, here. That was a user issue, not a product that was a issue. User issue. <laughs> there was a so what was funny is I my sister and I had the sky dancers, but they actually had a pretty good jingle too. But then the, my brother was like, I want to play with one, but the ones that they made for girls were like pink and glittery, and it was like a fairy. So then, like a few months later, they came out with a boy version called Dragonflies with a Z. And it's just a dragon instead of like a unicorn. <laughs> and they use like darker <laughs> colors. And it's like a knight with wings for some reason. <laughs> and so my mom got him that. And so then there were sky dancers and dragonflies. And oh they my were. God. And it's the same damn thing. Same damn thing. Yep. All right. Let's come back to the gender thing with, with toys. Because that is, that is pretty interesting. Next on the list, uh, Billy, try not to get too triggered on this one. Uh, slip and slides. This, the only one on the list that they did not recall or issue a warning for kids, but actually for adults. Um, people Waymo like me. Recalled, people like Billy. Waymo recalled 9 million slides after seven adults suffered ne neck injuries and fucking paralysis. <laughs> The same kid that got a concussion with the Sky Dancers got paralysis later in life from the slip and slide. I'm going to I separated my shoulder on a slip and slide. In college. In college. What the fuck are you guys doing on a slip and slide that's causing all these injuries? Well, you drink all day and then you soap up a slip and slide and you go real fast straight into the wall. Are you supposed flip to put over soap and fall on it? out of it down the rocks. Look, the thing when you're you doing a, a slip and slide as an adult is you really do try to go as fast as humanly possible. And uh, it, 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 the physics don't work out. Yeah. Even when you have like the good one with like the little pool at the end. I flipped out of the pool. That was the problem. I hit and then slingshotted out onto the <laughs> pavement. Next on the <laughs> list, fucking trampolines. I have burst through <laughs> two different trampolines in my lifetime. One of them. It was, I was at my, my girlfriend at the times, her sister's house, and it was the trampoline that belonged to her older sister and her, their family. They had these two little girls and I'm there on the trampoline and I do like a little flip and I land on my knees and I go right through it. And the two girls immediately start bawling. Do they think you died? No, they, they, they know I broke their trampoline. Oh yeah. I've cried too. Oh, this gif isn't playing. Fuck. I'm sending you guys one. Billy just sent us the world's smallest gift. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> I literally cannot. I can't. Are oh you, my god! What it are won't you? Are work. you sending this from an Android device? It's what the fuck playing. is it? It's like so tiny. Is this Flash? Uh, are you sending us a Flash <laughs> file? So annoying. This one's working finally. <laughs> a Flash. This is macro media. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the Simpsons was one of the best episodes from early on, where they get a trampoline from Krusty the Clown or 
sideshow mill or something and all of the kids are there's a montage where all the kids are coming to the neighborhood and jumping and breaking bones on the side of it <laughs> and then they take the shot from gone with the wind where they pull out on that one injured guy on the civil war and show like the field <laughs> of injured soldiers but it's just a it's just a yard that goes infinitely and all of these injured, broken, oh my boned God. children. Dude, because kids are so fucking stupid with trampolines. I also had a trampoline when I was a kid. And like we literally had a game where the point of it was one person is lying on their back and holding on like to the edge of the trampoline and the other people are jumping trying to flip them <laughs> off. Like the, the point of the game is almost to hurt somebody. And this was before the age of like, oh, it you have like a fucking fence ac- around the whole trampoline and you have cushions on the springs. No, if you weren't looking where you walked and you like or you backed up too much, your leg went in between a spring. <laughs> and it hurts so bad. And, and it hurts so bad. And my so that was the we moment, called it a taint buster. That was when I had to stop getting into uh, WWF wrestling was my friends and I would practice wrestling moves on the trampoline where it was safe. And I power bombed this kid and he couldn't, <laughs> he, he just started crying and had to go inside and couldn't go outside for two or three days to play because I had thrown out. Do you know how hard it is to throw out the back of an 11-year-old kid? We're made of rubber. Yeah, dude. And a powerbomb is pretty serious. Like, you literally, are you sure you did a powerbomb? Oh, yeah. Like, you flipped, flipped him up. You flipped him you over? You flipped him Shit. over your head and then back. He oh, was a small man. kid, and I was a big kid. Oh, okay. Billy the bully. Kevin Nash would be very, very proud. I did a lot of chokeslam practice because I loved Kane. Chokeslams are easy. Yeah. I, the, I like oh, to do the people's I thought, elbow. I thought the giant had a better chokeslam than Kane. We did the rock bottom. Yeah, rock bottom We did the, the one that scared everybody. We did the pedigree. Did you do the diamond cutter? No, I didn't like WCW or whatever he was in. Anyways, I'm trampolines are the reason that I no longer am into wrestling. Scarring. I thought I broke my friend's back. Oh, and he's okay now? Yeah, we definitely also went to those pool parties where you would jump off the roof onto the trampoline and into the pool, and this kid broke his yeah. arm right in front of us. Because you remember, like, we, we would always try to do the double jump. Yeah. You know, like where you could, like, you give people. someone your jump, yeah. and they would go, like, 30 feet in the air. That's my favorite YouTube video of all time. And I, I think, like, it was uploaded in 2005. Like, YouTube launched, and someone put a video of them and their buddy, like they put like a basketball goal next to the trampoline and it was like super tall. And then two dudes helped their friend double jump so he could dunk on it. But he went like so high that his ankle literally got above the rim. Like he left frame and then he came back down and his leg went in through the hoop. And then it like hooked on his leg and he was just like there hanging from the rim by his ankle. Jesus. And he was just screaming like, call the medic, call the medic. It wasn't dude. This wasn't dude. Perfect. (laughs) Dude. Perfect is where things go right. Not when they go horribly wrong. The dude. Perfect guys are the stunt people. You don't know them. No, they're Aggies. One other, one other trampoline story. The other thing that's terrible about trampolines was when I was in gymnastics and learning to do flips, but I had had Hawaiian punch and I threw up all over the gymnastics Ew! trampoline. <laughs> and the water, it goes no! through because it's perfurated. So The gymnastics trampoline's the nice trampoline. I was know. that the one that was beige? No, no. That was super bouncy. Oh, you prick. And that's why I'm also not drinking. I've never had Hawaiian punch since then. So trampolines ruined wrestling and Hawaiian punch oh. for me. 
You know there was a smell that didn't come out. There's always the, a smell. Have you done a trampoline as an adult? I'm in the Big Brothers program, right? And my kid my kid always wants me to take him to the trampoline park. And when I try to keep up with a nine-year-old at a trampoline park, I have to go to the chiropractor afterwards. It's so fucking <laughs> painful. You You're have to so stretch. You're fucking old. You got to stretch Are you a talking about bit. that trampoline park where like everything's a trampoline? Like tram- trampoline? Yeah, oh, where yeah. The, the, all the floors, the trampoline parks, where like everything. Yeah, exactly. Everything is trampoline related. Dude, how's your little brother? Your little fake brother? He's sad. We never get to see him anymore because of COVID. Is he okay now? Can, Does he need a vaccine? Can you do Zoom calls? I'll vaccinate him. You're getting vaxxed. I'm, we'll talk about this yeah, offline. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Mr. Wizard. <laughs> you just You're wondering. Your, I force people to call me. You've that. been trying to get this name to work, and it's not going to work. Mr. Well, I don't want to give Wiz, well, cause like, Wiz Ahini. I've been helping people get vaccine appointments and then like I get random text messages from people being like, hey, I heard you help get appointments. And like, I don't know who these people are. I don't want them to have my name. So they ask me what my name is and I just say Mr. Wizard. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like, look, I'm helping you get a vaccine appointment in a deadly pandemic. I'm not asking for anything, not asking for money or favors of any kind. Call me Mr. Wizard. Huh. Is that so much to ask? Is that the coolest name you could have? You could have been like, "Call me your giant penis." Why is Mister? You could why go with Mister Wizard when you could be called a giant penis? How is that the first thing that came to your mind? Some cool name. She's single and she's trolling for dick. I'm Mister Giant Penis. Keisha, how long has it been since you gotten laid? Oh God. Um. What the, was it? Almost April. Uh, a little over it's like about, almost April 1st. almost two months it's like you're married <laughs> all right last on the list but certainly my favorite uh, this is an old one I think it came out in the 1950s um, from a company called uh, AC Gilbert and it was the U-238 Atomic Energy Lab and a product catalog described the lab oh, no. as so. Produces awe-inspiring sights. Enables you to actually see the pass of electrons and alpha particles traveling with speeds more than 10,000 miles per second. Electrons racing at fantastic velocities produce beautiful to watch sights. Viewing the cloud chamber action is the closest man has come to watching the atom. Assembly kit. Chamber can be put together in a few minutes. Includes dry electric powder back, deionizer, compression bulb, glass viewing chamber, tubings, power lead stand, and legs. Among other activities, the kids suggested playing hide and seek with the gamma ray source. Challenging players no, to use the Geiger counter to locate the kids a radioactive Did it blow the kids' eyes out? Hidden in the room. Ooh. These were real radioactive elements. That they put in a kit for kids and the whole thing was just don't break the chamber or else you'll have radioactive elements. And for those of you who don't know what radioactive shit is, it's basically invisible. It's the Hulk. It's in. Yeah, kind of. It's invisible bullets that literally can damage your DNA. In no way should you be giving it to a kid. So the, it wasn't just regular radiation. It was also gamma radiation, right? Is that what you said? Uh, well, gamma radiation is a type of radiation that radiates from uranium fuel uh, along with alpha and beta radiation. Gamma being the most uh, damaging to a person. How? What did they just have a lot of leftover radioactive material from failed nuclear plants? 
Right? And they're just trying to give it to kids, trying to pass it off. I guess it was like trying to like make nuclear energy cool. Because remember, this is before Chernobyl. Yeah. So they're like, this is like the mm, new thing, right. nuclear energy. Before Chernobyl and Three Mile Island and all of that and shit. And Three Mile, yeah. Fuck Three Mile. I like nuclear energy. All right, so your favorite toy. I could tell you, oh man, every single Christmas I knew that I would get, because I love them, those, remember those like magnetic race cars? You know, like they, you had the little race cars on the track and you had the controller and they always went off the track. Yeah. And they worked for like, I don't know, a month <laughs> and then broke. I don't know why. Like, I was just always my favorite. Like, I don't know if it's my, it led to my fascination with public transit <laughs> or trains. That's or what not. And then the bike path. <laughs> <laughs> the bike lane. But did you get like an RC car yeah. where you could actually just drive it anywhere? Those were way better than the I stupid mean, track I mean, they cars. were both good. Yeah, they, the, <laughs> the RC car, like you had the one that like had the wheels that could go either way. So it, the entire car can flip completely upside down yes. but still go. I remember that What was your one. favorite RC car, Billy? I don't remember the brands. I just had one and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> Except for that had batteries, so Keisha probably would have hated it. But. When you say battery, I get like PTSD and just remember how poor we were. So you know what's happened? What's funny now? I hoard a fucking shit. I hoard so much fucking batteries. I have every battery <laughs> imaginable. So if y'all need batteries, I have all of it. Is that like a childhood scarring thing? You always have to have like an insane. That's how I know I've made it. Up? Is that I have all <laughs> batteries of every size and every type. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is. It's my mom's thing is that if you can't see it, you have to be able to see all of your possessions, which is why, Brandon, when you come to the house, nothing is put away. Because if your mom's like a fucking leprechaun. If it's put away, that means you can't I have to see my treasure. It's like, where are all my treasures? Where's my treasures? Yeah, that's why. So that's why when you go into like most Asian people's house, unless they're super clean and organized, everything is out. Like everything's on the counter. Nothing's put away. But it's because we just want to keep an eye on all the stuff that we work so hard to buy. So. You get it. Good Lord. I don't know how to react to that. <laughs> My favorite Christmas gift was this giant, and no one else had this. I'm the only kid I knew who had it, but it was this hockey kit. It looked very similar to a hovercraft or something. It, it was battery powered. It turned on and there was a vacuum type sound and it actually moved like you were on an what? air hockey table. <laughs> That's so pretty cool. It, it didn't work on carpet. It didn't work on any, like it worked on... I think it worked on tile. It may have worked on very pristine hardwood with no rugs, which is why no kids had it. But we had this giant tile atrium right in the middle of the house that was a big rectangle. So we used to play hockey with this huge floating disc in the house. <laughs> and then, you know, when we were done with that, my brother, who was 16 years older than me, would come over and the year was 1990 and we would just put on Van Halen records and do air <laughs> guitar with hockey sticks. Well, did you ever, were there any toys that you always wanted that you never got? Like for me, it was moon shoes. I always wanted moon shoes. I never got moon shoes. I don't remember any specific toy except for the Power Wheels um, thing. I, always I wanted power really wheels. wanted a skateboard. They never got you a skateboard? It's just a board with wheels. No, There's no batteries. My mom and dad, my dad's like, I'm a doctor. So oh, I yeah. know I know how dangerous yeah. skateboards are. And I was I had just watched Brink on Disney Channel, so I was like That um, was roller skates or roller I know, that's how I became a skater instead, because I was not allowed to be on skateboards. Interesting. So they bought me roller blades instead. But I really wanted a skateboard because I thought I was gonna be good enough to be in the X games. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> so my favorite 
my favorite toy when I was in elementary school was the Nerf Eagle Eye. Do you remember the Eagle no. Eye? Oh, the one with yes. that little laser pointer <laughs> built into oh, it. Oh, did it ever even hit the laser? Was it that accurate? <laughs> it was close enough. If you got them right in the middle of the torso, you were probably <laughs> going to hit them. You can't do that today, man. There's People have so many like actual guns now. You'd be fucking terrified. I know, but at the time, it was when one of the first R-rated movies I had seen was Predator, oh. and so... We would play hide and go seek in the dark with a laser gun as if you were it. Like a pret. You got to carry around the eagle eye and shine a laser. You had to keep the laser on the whole time. You couldn't turn off the laser so people knew roughly where you were in the house. (sighs) Best time ever. Man, have you ever spray painted a Nerf gun? No, I'm not a terrorist. We did it. I've done it a lot for (laughs) film shoots and shit. Oh, man. They look fucking scary. Nerf guns look fucking stupid until you spray paint them black and then it's fucking terrifying. And someone has like a secret shot, but with real oh. bullets. So that, oh, guns up, guns oh, up. Boom. I remember like uh, my cousins were the first ones to show me Tamagotchi. Oh, yes. It took me a while to understand the appeal of the Tamagotchi because I was like, it's kind of like being a parent. I was like, I don't understand the good. It's like, it's like, hey. Who wants to have a mortgage as a child? It's like, what's the fun of this? Well, my me, my sister, and my brother also had Tamagotchis and Gigapets, Digipets, Digit, Digi, something. Basically, the boy version and like the little your little things fought each other. So, um, anyway, when we the three of us would have Tamagotchis, and then it got so bad at schools that like they wouldn't let you bring them, and so we would <laughs> we would go we would wake up our mom before we left on the bus. Because we, we were like, Mom, you have to feed it. You have to make so, so my more my poor mom had everything lined up on the counter and she's just like constantly cleaning shit up, feeding it, putting it to sleep. Like so stressed Your out. Poor mom. <laughs> she, While she's she trying to run a pediatric <laughs> clinic she did, and raise three kids. Because she didn't want that. No wonder to, she loves Pokemon Go. That's what I said. I was like, I mom, this is where Pokemon Go started. But yeah, because she could like because one time I think she came back and one of them died. My sister was so mad at her. <laughs> <laughs> I blame you, mom. <laughs> so now my mom is like the best Tamagotchi caretaker. God, your sister's such a bitch. I love her. But she's like She leaned into it and became a dentist. Into it. So she drills it's people's true. teeth well, yeah, all day. Yeah, but like she's a posh dentist yeah. with a, a a strong fashion sense. Bougie dentist. A bougie dentist. A bougie dentist. Hence the bag she carries. Are we still talking about favorite toys? Yeah, go go for it. Um I had to call my mom because I couldn't remember a, a highly coveted toy for me because I was too busy playing. Was it the Nimbus 2000? Because you were a girl. No, and you were like, I didn't I like, no. I like it, but I don't know why I like it. <laughs> I thought you meant because it was a broom and women clean. No, no, no. The Nimbus 2000, like it was so like Harry Potter came out in what year? 2001, first movie. I can't believe that was an actual 2001. Toy. Did, yeah, it did, did. Did it really vibrate? It did. The Nimbus 2000, it vibrated and like they, I don't know if they took it off the market, but it was a thing of like, Girls are enjoying this broom a little too much. It was basically like her first vibrator and your mom bought it for I you. I did not have one Nimbus 2. I did not have one of those. I don't even like Harry Potter. It's because it had batteries. Yeah. <laughs> you know the rules. <laughs> Unless you could plug it in. <laughs> We're not having it in my house. She got the Nimbus 500. You just got to shake it like a shake weight. Like just pretend. <laughs> um, Am I the only one that thought a shake rate was automatic? 
until you actually hold one and then you realize, oh, you have to You thought it was one? automatic? I never... No. How would that work out your arms? No, from the commercial, I imagine you just hold it and it like it just goes back and forth and works out your muscles. Were you one of those people that bought those electrode magnets that you stick on your abs and they make it's you like, stronger? It like tenses <laughs> up, You get right? V-muscles <laughs> by shocking you. Okay, you keep interrupting me. I'm trying to tell you my favorite toy growing up. Go on. Yo, the vibrator. No, we I the wanted well, yeah, a yeah, cash yeah. register. Why? Because I wanted to be a cashier. Is that why you wanted guns? Did you want to run like a liquor no. store or something? You made your own weapons and you had a so, cash register. Here's the funny thing. She would be the cashier and her, her brother and sister would come in and rob so her. So I would make my brother and sister like check out, right? And then I would take my brother's Power Ranger, like their little blasters. I would take it because that's the scanner to scan the, the products that are coming through. And then I would cut strips of paper at like their receipts and I wouldn't accept cash. So everyone had to sign <laughs> the receipt. This is unbelievable. I don't know why. And then my mom was like, fine, I'll buy her one. She bought me those calculators that had like, that would have a receipt. And it's like, mom, this is not the same thing. It's mm -hmm. not the same thing. Yeah, but you can do math. It's not the same thing. So yeah. yeah. I have so many like Thai and Korean friends that like had to work in their parents' store while g going to school, mm -hmm. like going to high school. God damn it. Like even junior high. So like it's it's crazy to like see you like want to play that when I'm just like it's so because like there's so many people and, and I guess we should have said this in the beginning like this whole thing. We're very privileged like this entire podcast has made me realize how privileged we were like. Yes, I lived in a trailer for a part of my childhood, but then I we moved out of the trailer and onto a scenic farm. <laughs> No, no, no. We lived on a trailer on a farm uh, at that time. But then, like, you know, we did it. Were you, were you ranch hands? Um, well, I was a, I was a farm hand. A, f a farm, oh, yeah, a farm, farm hand? hand. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I was a farm hand. <laughs> farm handy. And that's just a coincidence that my last name is Farmahini. <laughs> is it? Or were you destined to be a farmer? All valid questions. What I'm trying to say is, I know, you know, maybe someone might listen to this and they, Got, they didn't have any toys so like we acknowledge that we are privileged and we are lucky so i just want to say that in you know hour 46 minutes in when i should have said it at the beginning because i know th this subject is different for a lot of people based on on how you grew up yeah so you you talk about like wanting to play store or whatever like when you guys were kids did you have toys and you used your toys to play business or house or whatever like I did that with my cousin like play make-believe you guys never played business like you were in a business together and you had a job <laughs> did you make your action figures have a startup like what are they doing no I don't know you mean like oh like about. um like makeup scenario did they make toys like makeup scenarios make for like the yeah, action figures scenarios. yeah we did that my sister and my brother did that with like the power rangers and barbie Bill, you never played house or anything no, but the closest thing was we got something similar to a talk boy or whatever. Oh, the talk the, girl, talk boy. Yeah, yeah. The recording ones. Yeah. yeah. Something similar to that. And my friend and I would record songs on the radio and pretend we were DJs. So we would do segments in between <laughs> songs. And That's then we would cooler. just play. So we were basically making mixtapes, but we were also introducing the songs between them. That's amazing. That's really cool. That's way cooler than when I did. So am I, am I like a minority? Do, do, do kids not play? 
Oh, I'm sure they did. I just don't know if they did it with other kids. Like I can, I know there was a lot of kids that were doing that on their own. All right. What are your favorite and most hated board games? We're not talking about now. We're talking about when we were kids. When you were kids. Yeah. Like life. I enjoyed life when I was a kid. Now I would be depressed. Yeah. I really liked Clue. When I was a kid, I was like, fuck college. I'm going to be a cop. Clue was fun. I liked Clue and I liked Monopoly and I liked- Playing Monopoly as a kid was so stressful for me because if I ever had to like- make change or count money for somebody i was like sweating and you wanted to be a cashier <laughs> that's why i didn't that's accept so cash that's simple. why it was a credit What's card only you? grocery store they had credit card only monopoly did you not have that oh no i forgot it requires no batteries. batteries come on yeah sorry my bad god and then my least favorite game was don't break the ice oh where you basically shit. had you wetted a piece of toilet paper and you just stack stuff That's on it. It right. was the most low rent shitty. <laughs> it was probably the most awful. It, it could be played by starving children in Africa. <laughs> if Red Cross dropped off some toilet paper, they could just urinate on the toilet paper and then put pebbles on it and basically replicate how that game worked. You know what's a game I love? Uh, it's called Sorry, and it, it should have just been called Trolling. Yeah, you just knock people off. I think uh, a game that contributed heavily to my anxiety is uh, Perfection. What's Perfection? I don't so know it was a one. tray that was like it was a made that up had game. a bunch of different shapes, and then you had the the pegs to go into the shapes, and then you turned a timer, and you had to put the pegs in the coordinating shapes before the timer went off because it pops open and takes everything out. You've never heard of Perfection? No, no, never. I'm like getting hives thinking about the limited time I have to get all the shapes in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, biggest fads with toys. Pogs. So Pogs, <gasps> yeah, has to be the first thing you think of as a Pogs. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I feel like I had Alf Pogs, but wait, was that was that in like a, a TV show or did I really have Alf Pogs? You may Pogs? have. That's, uh, that's the Simpsons. I have Pogs. They have Alf on them. Remember Alf? I just want to do an episode on The Simpsons, just The sure. Simpsons. I've episode. never seen the episode. I've never seen The Simpsons. What? I've never watched. Episodes. What? What the fuck? How did you not see The Simpsons? It was on everything. Never watched The Simpsons. Uh, did you not own a television? Did it have batteries? Because no. No, you you just had, you need an antenna. You don't even need cable. No, man. I I. You just need an antenna. Like it's syndicated. I, I on, watched like, more like South Park than I did Simpsons. South Park started in '99. What were you watching? Or '97? And you had to have cable. Guys, I don't I don't mm. know. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> so we get Pogs. Uh, do you remember Hologram Slammers? Yes, dude. Did you did you have a did you have a Poison Slammer? I had a wizard. I had a lion. I had the Sphinx. Did you have a skull. Well, did your school go through a whole yo-yo phase? Oh yeah, when they yeah, came with the to light up Lodos. or whatever, yeah. and everybody was buying yo-yos at the end of the day. Yeah, dude. Fucking yo-yos. Could you do any? Great. Could you do gifts or could you do like tricks? Yeah, dude. A little baby cradle one. I could do that. I could do around the world. Walk the dog. I could walk the dog. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's like the helicopter where you just do this. Well, the the <laughs> other one that was a big fad was what you brought up earlier, Tamagotchi. Every single kid had a Tamagotchi. Everyone, yeah. And uh, when we were in junior high, the big one was Tech Decks, the little skateboards oh, yeah. that you rode around with your fingers. Yeah. I was not good at and that. Everybody had a fucking Tech Deck. Let's talk a little bit about like the whole boy versus girl thing. Because, you know, like I remember McDonald's. Happy Meal, is it a boy or a girl? Like when you start thinking about toys and you do have gender on the mind, which, which you know, I do because I, I am definitely, I am not one of those people that is naturally 
understanding of of trans lifestyle. Like it really, I I have to learn and I have to listen and understand it because it, it doesn't all make sense. Um, but I'm trying to learn and I'm trying to, you know, I want to be respectful. I, I don't want to cause anyone any kind of like undue harm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the more you're aware of the artificialness of gender, the more you do notice the artificial ways we create and enforce it. And nowhere was that more apparent than when I was doing like research on this episode with on our toy episode. Fucking worse. Because, yeah, there's so much stuff where it's so geared towards like this certain archetype based on these gender roles. Like, Keisha, what was there was like a certain game. I think we were talking about commercials in our tech. It's called Dream Phone. And the whole game was calling, you had like a phone and there were like certain buttons you press would open up like different sounds or whatever. And the goal was to try to guess which guy, and you had a whole deck of cards with all these men on it, which guy liked you based on how you like put in certain codes. Because there wasn't a boy version of that. There wasn't, there wasn't wasn't. you guys trying to figure out which girl liked you. (laughs) So that was like one thing where I'm like, I don't, and I remember watching it and I remember someone buying it for me or I played it at someone's house and I'm like, what so do who wins do we win or the guy wins well like and the whole point is just you, no reinforce gender that, that it, it almost seems like it's it's not like a conscious intention but it definitely seems like a, a social subconscious intention because like at one point in the commercial there's a line and i i wish i would have written down but it's basically like it has the top two things that girls love well- Talking about boys <laughs> and talking about cooking or some shit. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, I, I mean, really, yeah. the, the obvious one, too, is easy bake ovens and creepy crawlers. Yeah. Creepy the same crawlers. fucking yeah. technology. Right. Same technology. Just like, for those you don't know, like light bulbs for 100 years before we started using LEDs. Um, they're basically predominantly like uh, uh, heat generators that also produced a little bit of light. So that's why we replaced them with LEDs because I think like 90% of the energy was heat, was heat mm-hmm. and 10% was light. Um, and so some, some very smart dude uh, or dudette realized that, hey, we could just use a light bulb that is available to anyone. And even Keisha's family will buy light bulbs. <laughs> it's not a battery and put them in a toy to create heat. And so I had creepy crawlers. I remember the creepy crawlers I would make. And there's like a lot of design and it's a lot of art. And it was even like a boy playing a trick on a girl with the creepy crawler in the. Do you eat them? No, they were no, toxic. No, oh. no. But it like you were supposed to be artistic because like oh. you had all these different colors yeah. and you different could like design like different. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, the shapes were based on the plates you got, but the colors itself, like the color patterns could be completely different each time to me and this is probably a deeper conversation because i completely agree with you that from a marketing standpoint it definitely reinforced gender but then i also wonder and this is not i mean this in the most respectful way sure which is something that you never want to have to say but i do feel like you know if you're talking about toys being made in the 1700s i think even before there was marketing boys back then wanted to tin soldiers and girls wanted Girls wanted dolls, and it wasn't because of mass marketing. And I don't know that there is, and I'm not talking about gender here. I may be just talking about sex, and there's a big difference there. Um, but I, I'm very curious to know how much of it is socially engineered, which I think a lot of it is. 
uh, versus how much of it is maybe hormonally based or something like that. I think it's social, man. Like my, like my my best friend growing up was my cousin who was a year older than me. And she, you know, we played with her dolls and I was the boy dolls, but we still played. And really, I mean, are G.I. Joes, is that not playing with dolls? Honestly? No, Tense tens Soldiers is playing with dolls, yeah. but one of them is yeah. more influenced on aggression, right? Sure, 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 definitely. And, and, and that's, you know, traced back to what, testosterone, testosterone and some other? Yeah. Yeah, and, and so I'm, I'm not saying, it, by no means, I'm not trying to be controversial or offensive in this. I just find it sure. interesting. I just, I find it very interesting. And yeah, look, like if, and if you guys want to come out and, and correct us, please do. The, the biggest thing that I remember, the difference between like girls figures and, and men, like boy figures, the girl figures were all about how they looked. The men's figures had like shit to do. They were G.I. Joe. They were Power Rangers. They were fighting things. The girls were like, we have outfits. <laughs> These are all our shoes. Yeah, dress- <laughs> look at our mansion. Like, that was very. That was the biggest difference for me. Like they never changed outfits on the guy side. Like Billy from the Power Rangers always had a blue fucking outfit. Like he never changed. But Barbie or like fucking I don't know the other ones had like a bunch of different outfits. They had different shoes. They had a jeep. They had a- yeah. The Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles never changed bandanas. Yeah. They never switched. They always had it pizza. Up. There wasn't a yeah. different meal. They had different. They had the same weapons. Like <laughs> they were eating or fighting. That's it. That's all they did. Yeah. And like, you know, fighting with deadly weapons too. Like they, they fucking, they did some damage. I mean, like maybe not, you know, maybe not Donatello, but Leonardo with two fucking swords, fucking murderer. Here's a question. So like, what if, and I know this is like, you know, the, the right wing cancel culture is the worst, biggest fear. But let's just say like, what if, what if it, you could not genderize toys? What if you could not put like, oh, boys do this and girls do this. How would people be different? Like if we didn't socially condition children to act a certain way or like a certain thing because of their private parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my point. Like that's why I find it so interesting is I'm, yeah. I'm convinced that there would be more girls playing with toy swords, you know, if that were the case. Right. But I, I do think there might still be some sort of stunt of men towards more aggressive toys than yeah. women. Just testosterone. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't know what that percentage is. I just, sure. it, it's a hypothesis and a curiosity to me. Uh, and it's really interesting. God damn, when you get into the, the, the toy thing, it's just so gender focused. Like, and, and I don't even think it's intentional, which is the crazy thing. It would make sense if there was like this cabal that was like, we need to enforce heterosexual gender norms through toys and but i don't think that exists i just think it was natural which is just so strange from someone that works in marketing and has done marketing for like some toys it makes marketing a product very easy when you gender when you make it gender specific Mm -hmm. i think when it's gender neutral it actually forces the people that are promoting and selling a toy to shift everything that's ever been in place because there's there's definitely like profiles that you have right you're like okay this this is from for a Like for Nerf, it's like, oh, there's like a, an eight to 14 year old boy who likes XYZ sports, watches this type of show, likes to spend time on YouTube and plays a lot of Fortnite or whatever. That's like a that's a whole thing. But once you take that part off and it's just like this is just for a kid, it's really hard to start like like tailoring the marketing, the commercials, the social content, 
all of that stuff, it's hard to tailor it to everybody. So it's, I think that's just, it's a lot more challenging on a marketing side. And selfishly, like I get it, but at the same time, it's not fair if people don't want to be marketed to by a specific gender. All right. So uh, toys as adults, what were the kind of toys that you bought as an adult? I think this is going to go to the Twitter questions uh, at some point here based on. Oh, yeah. I like that there's a Twitter question that was specific to you guys and not me, which is fantastic. Well, then, like, read the Twitter questions. Okay. Why are you yelling at me? I'm not yelling. Ask nicely. This is from Sean Bredhauer at WD underscore Sean. Have you used any adult toys? Looking more at the guys for this one. Thank you, Sean. Uh, no. I mean, I've bought vibrators for like every girl, serious girlfriend I've ever had. And if you are a guy who's dating a girl and you have not bought a vibrator, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. Oh, I vouch for that. That's a great gift. Dude, it makes you better. Yeah, have one because she has one at her house. And if she's going to come over to your place a lot, she's not going to yeah. bring her thing with her. She's not going to transport it. Yeah, but you don't know what she likes. That's why when you go to you her know, house, they, you look at her drawer. What if they want the monster dong one versus like the little tiny insert one? You got to check it. You got to check. No, you're thinking the big dildo. Yeah, you don't want to buy a girlfriend a big dildo. You can buy a wife a big dildo. But you for a girlfriend, just focus on like rabbit ears, vibration on the clitoris. It will make her enjoy sex with Stop you more. Stop saying that word. Stop using very specific words. Just say. Clitoris? Don't put a gender on your girlfriend. The sea dog? The sea dog. Oh, my God. No, I, I've never bought uh, an adult toy. You've never bought a vibrator what? for a girl? No, and I've never used one either. What? I, not a lot of girls are that open to doing that. Also, a lot of men's emotions and egos get very hurt when you bring something else into the party. I mean, I, yeah, I understand a guy getting a little butt hurt if there's like a dildo there, but a vibrator? Come yes. on. Yeah, because they're like, oh, you, that you need that to. Yes, dude. Yes, I do. I, I don't know anything about it. I Once again, Southern Baptist, I don't know. I was raised with a proper amount of shame. We turn the <laughs> lights off and get under the covers. We, 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 we cut out a hole in the sheet so we can't see each other. We just close our eyes. <laughs> no, man. Like it. Hi, Mom and Dad. Is there other toys that we can talk about? I mean, that's so Billy's never used one. Brandon, you're like an aficionado. My friends bought someone as a joke, a horsehair butt plug once, but I think that's about as close as that's a toy ish. Yeah. I mean, it's not to say that Maggie doesn't have her fair share of toys. It's just none of them I've, you know, really partaken. Well, what does she partake in no, with toys? We don't so, need no, to know not, that information. Yeah, that's not, uh, that's between Maggie and her drawer of fun. <laughs> the drawer of fun. I mean, okay, if you're a guy out there, there is nothing wrong with yeah. making sure the girl you're with has a stimulator for her clip. Oh, my God. All you have to do is the next time you're at her place, when she, like, gets water or leaves the room, look at the kind she has, take a picture of it, and then go on Amazon no, and find the same one. That's fucking weird. What the fuck is wrong? Don't go in her secret drawer and start taking pictures. Why not? Oh, that's weird. That is so creepy. It's not creepy. What's the next next fan question? Oh, I bought Maggie a, like a, one of those uh, hand shower things where you can move it. And oh, it yeah. Like those are oh, yeah. Does those that count good. as a sex toy? Yeah, it's like it a totally it's a, it's fucking a, it's does. It's a vaginal water pit. It is. It's like one of those things where, hey, I'm not going to say this is a sex <laughs> toy, but we both know. They're like, yeah. We the both water know pressure, what you're doing though. with it. 
Paula, if you're listening, I know that's why you don't allow me in the bathroom while you're showering, even though we're married. Okay, hold on. Next question. Is it weird that one woman's water pick is one man's bidet? <laughs> yeah, true. Go on. Next question. Ro- okay, this is from Robert Castro II at Killer Hobo. I feel like everyone Not has one first. toy they had that no one else has seen or heard of. What is the one toy you love that no one else seemed to know about? Oh, I've got one. And this is going to be weird because we're sharing it with each other and you guys aren't going to know what it is. But have you heard of Tote? It was like a German game. No. no. A Tote was essentially almost like one of those pylons that someone in marching band would twirl. Is a baton? Is it just called a baton? Yeah. It was about waist high, just a staff that had uh, a foam, uh, kind of soft foam wrapped in... I don't know, polyester or something like that and rubber ends. And then it had a handle. You just go like- but, it, but, it, but it was it was literally just a baton, but there was one color that was the blade and then a smaller color at the other end that was the handle. And you stood 10 steps apart from each other and you whipped back and threw it and the person had to stand in place, couldn't move <laughs> and had to pivot and catch it. And you had to catch it by the blade or you had to catch it by the handle. If you didn't catch it by the handle and caught it by the blade, you lose that hand. What? If the if the blade part hits you and you don't catch it, you would either die if it hit you in the torso, the neck, or the head, or it would take out the body part of one of your limbs. And so when you were out of either both of your arms or both of your legs, you were dead. And if you were out of your torso, you were dead. But a lot of times you'd just be standing on one foot, not allowed to touch the ground, trying to dodge this baton that someone whirled at you. So I have fun. Never That's heard of that. Mind blowingly fun. Insanity. That is insanity. That's amazing. I played it one summer basically every day with kids in the neighborhood. It's nonstop. That's a crazy game. That does not sound like a real game. Keisha, what about you? I, I don't know if you guys ever used this. It was three batons and they're like this big. There's two sticks and then there's like another baton in the middle that it has like little frillies on the side and you're supposed to like tap it side to side and then you learn how to do flips and shit and you turn oh, around oh yeah 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 you like hit it like this like yeah yeah so i um i used to carry that around in case there was you know like in drumline where there would be like a drum battle like i thought there would ever be a point where i'd have a <laughs> stick twirling battle <laughs> um, did it ever happen and people are like what is that i'm like oh you know it's not <laughs> <laughs> But nobody knew it. Like, everyone was like, that's so stupid. What is that? But yeah, I was obsessed with that game. Again, I thought it was going to be super cool. Um, no one ever asked me about it. No one ever wanted to play with me. Um, and uh, yeah, that was the you game. You get to a certain point where you're like, I don't know if that was real or if I just dreamed that like yesterday. And now for, for, what it, for, for the future, I'll always think that this actually existed in my childhood, but it was just a dream I had yesterday. Yep. All right. Next question. Holy shit. I found a Texas Aggies page all about tote. I've been oh trying to find it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amazing. I'm <sighs> an Aggie at heart, apparently. Okay. Millennia or Millennia, Million Knives 07 at Million Knives 07. Did you ever receive a toy that was too mature for you or got you into a lot of trouble? Benoit balls. What are those? Is that what they're called? The little balls you put in your butt and carry around with you? What? Oh, now you bring up beads? butt stuff? Ball this beads? Is, mm, the anal balls? Anal, nope, nope, that's not Benoit it. balls. It's B-E-N-W-A balls. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I may be drunk. Keisha, you pretend you like stuff in your butt. I don't think you do. I don't think you do. I don't think you like stuff in your butt at all. 
Well, I'm not going to spill that because too many men that I'm potentially going to date have been listening to this podcast, so I can't talk about that anymore. So should they should they look forward to no. a possible future or should they set their expectations to vaginal or bust? You are drunk. The way the way I know Brandon is drunk is that he starts to use very scientific term scientific. <laughs> oh my god. Scientific terms to describe genitalia. Okay, so what was the what was the answer? Is it balls, Benoit balls? No, I've, I've never I've heard. Never of that. had Benoit balls. I'm kidding. It's like those things you use for Kegel, Kegel, Kegel. <laughs> I don't think women put actual like They're, metal balls in their vagina. No, so um, there's an egg. Gwyneth Paltrow's company has an egg you put in there, and you're pra- yeah, you that's a Benoit ball. It. Oh, goop. Yeah, yeah. it's a Benoit um, ball. Yeah. Anyways, I only know this because of Fifty Shades of Grey and my wife. Yes. Uh, but uh, a. a toy that i got that was too old for me i did you ever get like a soccer ball from a aunt or uncle or a basketball and it was way too big for your arm like the, here's a pro style football and you're seven <laughs> and you're trying to grip it and you're only covering about one eighth of the size of <laughs> of the grip <laughs> and so you can't even throw it it's just this ball just that's flops. impossibly large yep yeah that happened to me a lot i had aunts and uncles that were like 70 years i can't remember that i can remember like my my cousin like uh renting porn, but I was too young. That's not a toy. It's not a toy. Isn't it though? Isn't it? It's not a toy. So they it's were the watching. We were watching porn, and I was like, I don't get it. I don't. <laughs> I don't see the appeal of this. Um, I was gifted a Swiss Army knife when I was like eleven, which I had no business having a Swiss Army knife. That had like a the knife. The, the file, the, the scissors, the toothpick. Well, I was younger than 11 when I got a gun, so I guess that would count then. What kind of gun? A rifle. It was a, oh, not a handgun. Oh, my God. All right. I think we, the other questions we kind of already answered, like favorite toy. Who, who was that from? Let's, let's at least give him credit for asking the question. Uh, this was, oh, from Alchemist Maddie. What was your favorite, tra- favorite toy as a kid and your most vivid memory of toys as a child? Vivid memory, the gack destroying the chandelier in the Christmas tree. Favorite, upgraded to tote. <laughs> All right, you boys and girls. It's time for Five Things with Keisha. With your host, Keisha. Five Things with my girl. All right. So in the spirit I'm gonna, of... Um, I'm going to remix that. Getting, remix uh, that getting in touch with our younger selves. I was on TikTok. Trying to see what all the cool kids were doing. And there's this trend on TikTok of like. Jesus, this is already going down. <laughs> <laughs> there's a the thing on TikTok of like, wh- if what TikTok's you're, fun, what blank man. says about you. So I decided Go on. that my, um, my top five is what your five toys as kids say about you as an adult. So if you like any of these toys, it actually has some like hints as to what you become as an adult i'm interested she's getting better okay okay go on number five so tamagotchi furbies pound puppies sea monkeys do you guys remember sea monkeys are you just rolling them off no 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 no, 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 no. i'm I'm not done yet she's just giving an example like setting the mood setting so any of the toys any any sort of toy that required like taking care of something and nurturing Um, you are probably, you have grown up to probably be the matriarch of your friend group, 
Like you're the person that Ooh. takes care of plans. You're the one that everyone calls when like shit's going wrong. You're probably the person that they call to come and babysit or like dog sit when you're out of town, when people, they're out of town. What if you tried to indulge in those pets, but accidentally killed every single one of them? Then you are the opposite of the matriarch. You are the person that no one depends on. <laughs> But tries to be the matriarch. (laughs) Guys, I got this. Stop it. No, please don't. You can't take care of yourself. Okay. Number number four is any sort of action figures. So Power Rangers, G.I. Joe, uh, Stretch Armstrong, any of that. Careful. Means you had a giant penis. No. Action figure people. Hey, one one had very big imaginations because like what Brandon said earlier, they had to set up environments and make believe things, which means (laughs) they grew up to be potentially be really into role play as like in, in their sex life. Um, yes. Also, they probably are more likely to make up scenarios in their heads of what they think something happened, but not really happened or worst case scenarios. Yes. Okay. Number three, if you were like a heavy pog player, like you collected pogs, you did the slammers, you most likely grew up with some type of gambling problem because pogs were essentially (laughs) child gambling. It was. It was just poker Uh, chips. You like traded them. Remember? Yeah. Do you guys remember the game Yahtzee? Yes. So Yahtzee actually taught you every little part of poker. Yahtzee taught you what a full house was, three of a kind, four oh, of a kind. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you look at the rules of Yahtzee, they mirror a lot of the same hierarchy rules in poker as far as what you hand. Okay. So Number two, if you liked Nerf like blasters, Uh-oh. any sort of shooting things. You were probably super competitive, somewhat aggressive. And then if you collected a bunch of Nerf blasters, you probably grew up to be somewhat of a doomsday prepper. Meaning you collected the blasters, you collected the darts. You had a She's full accurate on two of these, arsenal. but I'm not going to, she's not accurate on all three. I'm not going to tell you which. <laughs> she's going to show up at our house during the zombie apocalypse. I'm going to be like, we're all going to die. I didn't prep for anything. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Number one is if Legos were your favorite toy as kids, you most likely grew up as an introvert. A sociopath. As an introvert sociopath with somewhat crippling social anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> but like a really high paying job. Yes. Yes. You're super successful, <laughs> but you don't want to do anything with anyone. You just want to stay home Mark and build Zuckerberg. Legos. Zuckerberg. <laughs> Yeah, Legos is that falls into the category where I just think everybody who did it was way smarter than me. Yeah, you know those puzzles that you took in the SAT where it's a, a weird shape and it says if you unfold yeah. this, what the shapes? I never got that question right. I, I couldn't visualize any of that, and I can't build IKEA furniture. Everyone I know who built Legos as a kid Are can really fucking good. rip through IKEA yeah. furniture, no it's issue. Hard. It's and so I'm sitting hard. there staring at the. Goddamn Swedish instructions saying, why is it a pictogram? Did you see? And then there's also that random, that random cartoon. There's a cartoon that went the front of every like Ikea manual. It's just like a squiggly goopy guy. And he's just like, oh, what do I do? What the and f- I had so <laughs> much, I had so much ADHD that whenever I'd start working on a Lego Seriously. set, I would just get really frustrated with the instructions and just build a wall. And you <laughs> can only build so many walls <laughs> before... 
before you tower. just before you run out of Legos. Say, Legos are not for me. Yeah, like your your mom is looking at like the di- like the the picture on the front of the box, and it's a big robot, and you just like fucking the, build you like built you know a wall. like oh. hey hey it's okay Billy it's okay it's another wall good job you're special. But yeah, okay, that yeah, wasn't a bad top five. Right? That was a pretty good top five. That was a Thank good you. top five. Thank you. I liked it. All right, it. let's see this. Let's see what, what Billy's got. Bottom five. Bottom five. You will die or you will eat the bottom five. Oh. oh my God. Brandon just ripped through his shirt. Is that a joke shirt? Why did you do that? Because the bottom five song is so intense. Oh no. oh, no. I hope this is not a shirt that oh, I like. Oh, my God. He just ripped his <laughs> you fucking should, shirt. You should save that, and then we could. Oh, this is my Transit for Austin <gasps> shirt. This is my Prop A shirt. Pat, why? I worked to get this thing passed. <laughs> no. Brandon. Oh, no. Okay, we'll save it. We'll all sign it and then send it to one of the Patreons. That's so great. All right. Okay. Uh, my bottom five are the toys that were an indicator that my parents should have either put me in therapy or <laughs> indicated that I was Sid from the movie Toy Story. Oh my God. The fucking weirdo kid with the bus Yeah, who cut? killed all of the toys. It, like... They were several things that I owned as a child that should have been a tip-off that I was deeply disturbed. That is disturbing. Yeah. Uh, Number five, model rockets. Do you remember model rockets? Model rockets were cool with the little parachute Mm -hmm. that would come up at the end. How how are you going to ruin this model rockets for all Uh, of us? So I used to take the engines out of the model rockets and wrap them in duct tape and then light them on fire to make bombs. Okay. I also used to uh, attach the electrical things to them and put them in fire ant beds and then launch the engine into the fire ant bed. Hold me. What I the also fuck? used to take cans of Raid and spray flamethrower flames at the engine, hoping that they would light. They never did. We would have been really good friends growing up. <laughs> 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 with, with your I was basically trash can man from the stand with with your explosives combined with my weapons we made a lot of claymores <laughs> we would have been an um, oh my god source. have we not talked okay. about Captain Planet did I guess Captain Planet didn't have any good toys continue number four Tonka truck and this is a very involved story so okay when I was in physics in uh, 11th grade, we had a, uh, we did that project where you get a car engine and you have to build like a roller derby car and we would race them in the fastest car, got 10 extra points on the final and the car that won most creative also got 10 extra points on the final. So if you weren't the fastest, you were at least trying to be the prettiest, right? Mm-hmm. Well, right. I knew that I had no interest in building a car. I didn't want to do anything that was hard work. So rather than build a car, rather than like shave down the model racer and go find the fastest set of gears that work with the engine and align the weight right so that it didn't turn when it went, I just got a five pound Tonka truck that was about the size of a gallon of milk that was not going to win a single race. And I put a rubber band around the engine and attached it to the axles. (laughs) So it moved like a slug, but it moved straight ahead. And then to win the most (laughs) creative, I got my parents a paper shredder and shredded a bunch of paper and colored it 
Well, I colored it first and then shredded it. And then I got my sister's old Barbie dolls and broke them up into little pieces and put bl- fake blood all over them and hid them in the trash. Man. Then I put a little mafia man in the front of the Tonka truck to pretend that it was some waste service mafia body disposal delivery. Luckily for me, the most creative was based on a class vote, and everybody was so amused and terrified by mine that I won most creative. I also won the first race because the really fast car turned right into the lockers, and mine took about five minutes, but made it across the line. <laughs> it just went right straight in. Damn. Yeah, so the day that I turned a Tonka truck into a human body disposal piece, uh, probably should have tipped off my parents when I was 17-year-old, maybe to take away my car keys. I don't know. So cool. Yeah, but you were like the youngest. I feel like, what were you, the youngest of four? Four. Four. They don't fucking care. Like, parents have fucking tuned out. They're like, oh, yeah, is our youngest of four like a fucking serial killer? All right. We'll we'll deal with it. We'll get there. (laughs) Number three. There was a flea market in Dallas called Vicon Village. When I was in seventh grade, I went to Vicon Village where I purchased throwing knives, ninja stars, two butterfly knives, and a blow dart gun. What the fuck, Oh, that's so cool. Did you get the the poison tips? Yeah. Needles. Oh. Well, not poisoned, but just needles. Yeah, those are cool. That's not cool. That's insane. So I would shoot stuff around my house with needles. I would also go practice throwing knives into my fence, to which one day my dad came outside and asked what I was doing into all these holes in his fence and was like, what the fuck are you doing to the fence? <laughs> you never know. You're prepared. Uh, I also accidentally threw a ninja star over the fence, and thank God it didn't hit anybody oh on my, the other side the of the fuck, fence. Man? Ninja stars are so well, fucking It's hard to cool, aim man. when you're a Why kid. Why do you have ninja stars? They're so no fucking No one should cool. have ninja stars. Not even ninjas. So then I my... I ended up having to get pellets for the blowgun because I was just shooting needles into the furniture. Oh my God, dude. You're white. Why would you have ninja stars? Puberty, man. You hit puberty. Your hormones get out of whack. You get real aggressive. You think, hey, I'll throw stuff that destroys and kills things. I just need ninja stars. I understand that it's weird that that's number three and not number one. We're getting there. Uh, Number four, and I... You know, the gun stuff is too obvious. We already covered my obsession with gun toys, and, you know, I didn't shoot anybody. However, number four, video game controllers. I had to buy more controllers than games because I'd get so mad, I would just start smashing the controller (laughs) on the ground. You had a lot of rage. Or I would smash it into the wall. Or I would step on the controller. I've yeah. seen it like during like uh, sports games a lot, that. right? Oh, sports games were the worst. Sports games were the worst. Yeah, I was the same way. I also got in a fist fight from losing a video game once. Okay, that's enough. I, you know what? That doesn't surprise me though. You have, I feel like you have a lot of pent up rage that comes out sometimes on this podcast. Well, that was your whole thing about you know competitive nature and the gun thing earlier. That's true. Kind of paying off right now. Oh yeah. So basically, my parents ended up buying more controllers than games for me because Jesus of the rate at which I would destroy Christ, controllers. Man, like, so your parents knew that you were going to destroy the controller. Those controllers are expensive, man. They're like fifty bucks a pop. Doctor money, man. What can I say? Doctor Southern money. Baptist doctor money. Well, doctor, doctor plus Number CPA one. money. This one's going to be controversial. Ooh. One beanie baby kept in a plastic box, never to be touched. What? I never owned beanie babies, but I thought it would be a good investment opportunity to cash in on the Princess oh. Diana beanie baby shortly Holy after shit. her death. You have a Princess Diana babe beanie baby? 
It was the only Beanie Baby I had. I never played with it once and left it in a plastic box in my closet, hoping that one day it would be worth money. Where is it? My parents threw it away. Oh, my God. Did you look on eBay how much that's worth? No, do not tell me. No, no, I've done it. I've done the same thing. I've, I've like all my Power Ranger stuff that my dad threw away. They're all worth like five hundred. All of my Magic each. the Gathering cards. They threw it all away. Why would they throw it away? This is see. This is the only benefit about having an Asian mother that hoards. My mom has everything. It, was it a little bear? Yeah, the purple bear. Um, yeah, purple bear, fifteen thousand dollars. What the? Are fuck? you kidding? Seriously. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, one is under fifteen thousand, and the other one is twenty four dollars. I don't know the way. It, <laughs> I, I don't know how it works. I don't know the way it works. I don't know the range. It's twenty four ninety five. Buy it now, dude. Or Eighteen thousand dollars. Okay, so on eBay, it ranges from one hundred and twenty dollars to forty seven thousand. So mine's mint. I never took it out of the box. It sat in the closet. Dude, these are. Oh my god, Billy. These are like open ones. Yeah. My parents threw dude, mine dude, away. Fuck. Where is it? Um, oh. but that could have paid for this, this podcast. This really is disappointing just based on the fact that it was my number one because I was going to talk about how it meant I was some sort of weirdo shut-in that collected some creepy thing in a plastic box and went and looked at it but never touched it uh, and, and how that was probably some really weird reflection on who I am as a person emotionally. But really, I was right the all along. I should have just kept it Holy and I'd shit. be $15,000 richer right now. So I was right. Damn. And yeah. I'm, I'm retconning my list. Number one, toy guns. Should have really scared the <laughs> shit out of my parents. Yeah, look up like Pyramidus. My dad threw away along with all my other Zeozords. And it's like fucking $500 right now. It's fucking ridiculous. That's, dude, I would be so mad oh, at I'm, I'm going to call them and make sure that they actually did throw it away. Dude, Billy, you know what I just realized? If you were a like, okay. So if we were trying to like understand who we are in Toy Story, because Toy Story has like a cool way of I'm Sid. Yeah, right. You I are. I just Sid. said that. Oh my god! I mean, he claimed it in our text message. No, I said it at the top also, of the bottom I know, five. No, 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 no. Also, wait, wait, wait. Can I, can I, just... I know he claimed it in the text messages. That's why I was referring to it. It was in the bottom five. I said the these five? are the indicators, he, he like or Sid indicated the that I was time. Sid in the movie Toy Story. Um, also I told my parents or my family about this whole like segment about how we're trying to figure out which Toy Story character we are. My sister guessed it to a T. She was like, Brandon, You're not she was like, Brandon's Mr. Potato Head. She's like, Billy's either the piggy <laughs> bank said. or like the weird kid. And she's like, you're Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> I said Buzz Lightyear That's too. She said you guessed it correctly. <laughs> she also said, Brandon, you can either be Mr. Potato Head or Woody because Woody freaks out all the time. I'm either Ham or the Psycho Kid. No, dude, I can, I'm Woody from the, I don't know if you guys have seen the like early conceptions of Woody. I'm that Woody. I, if I'm anything from the later ones, I'm Forky. Oh yeah, you are. Who's Forky? You don't remember Forky from Toy Story 4? Oh, it's the best. It's just a he's, fork. The, he's the fork <laughs> that's decorated and keeps trying to kill himself. <laughs> and he thinks he's trash. That's my bottom five. Yay. I'm gonna go see if I have a beanie baby fortune. Damn. Just waiting to be explored. Shit. This has been an episode of Wrong Side of 30. My shirt is completely ruined and i like this shirt uh keisha what did you learn today um i learned that you guys come from a place of privilege with all the toys that you had that had batteries yes. so thanks batteries. for that 
Yeah, but hey, who has most of the toys with batteries now? Me. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Billy, what'd you learn today? Um, I learned that I might be a psychopath, but even better, I probably overcame the fact that I could have been That's a psychopath. It's, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. <laughs> no, in this case, it's about the destination, not being a psychopath. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, say, sayings are not good for, for Filipinos. We don't understand. They're very little. It's a very literal people. I learned that the things that we valued as children never leave with us, and they, even as teenagers, never leave with adults, us. Like you leave them at home. They, yeah, they stay. They with never us. leave us. They never leave us. Even as adults, we still look for the same things that remind us to be fun. The same thing that remind us to be, you know, good to one another are eternal even as adults so that's what i it looks like he's completely nude now like he's just <laughs> he's you just look like stripped. you look like buffalo bill and uh, uh what's uh silence of the lambs i'd fuck me bike paths bike paths and it uh, make, no, no, trains, <laughs> biatch. I forgot trains, to tell the story about my paths. adult toys that are not sex toys. We got so hung up on sex toys. Tell it. For those of you who are Patreon, uh, you'll hear the story of my guitar pedal collection and how I've wasted $5,000 into little pieces what of metal you step fuck? on. Damn. And if I have the Princess Diana, Dude. I'm going to buy $15,000 worth of pedals. Yes. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. Uh, it was fun. My name is Brandon. Goodbye. Everyone say goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.